Yes, Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations. Our good friend, Mike Nelson, has been making these incredible Ghostbusters props for a very long time. We've been talking about it for a long time. In fact, if you've been paying attention, you would know that I just got my brand new Proton Pack delivered to me at DragonCon. There's a video up on YouTube. You can see the pictures on Instagram. It is a one of a kind. I'm telling you. This is the best Proton Pack I've ever owned. It's the best Proton Pack I'm ever going to own. And Mike was super cool. He was very communicative. He talked to me. He asked me questions. I personally had the best experience I've ever had getting a prop built for me. Because let's face it, these things are special. There's a lot of detail. We're picky. Us collectors, us movie fans, we want the good stuff and Carnivorous Creations delivers. Now, he not only does Ghostbusters Proton Packs and Proton Pack Parts, he's getting into Ninja Turtles weapons coming later this year. He's got amazing prop displays, custom displays for your prop replicas. These things are huge. It's hard sometimes. You don't know even how to put it on a shelf. Mike at Carnivorous Creations is going to help you get your collection where you need it to be. So... Check out CarnivorousCreations.com. That's Carnivorous with a K. You can also find them at Carnivorous Creations on Instagram and Facebook. Tell them Yes Have Some Podcasts sent you and get yourself into a brand new Ghostbusters Proton Pack. The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. What am I saying? Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 177 of Yes, Have Some Podcast. This is our, I don't know if we've ever done this in the past, but I'm going to call it the first annual Thanksgiving holiday special. Cool. Yes, have some Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, I don't think we've ever uh, had an episode that's actually released on Thanksgiving Day, but here's the benefit of that. As everybody, as our listeners are trying to avoid their families and friends, I know I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll have us. We'll be your family. Yeah. And you can be like, oh, I got to go. I got to go to the store. And then you're going to leave and your mom's going to be like, that's weird. The stores are closed. But mm-hmm. And then you go to your car and you just listen well, to see, this. See, after a while, and when you get back, you're like, oh, well, the stores were closed. So I had to drive around. But you were just listening to us. That's what it is. Uh, well, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Craig Goldberg. And... Like most weeks, I'm here with my co-hosts, Abigail Gardner. What's up, guys? And Jacob Walsh. Hello. Hey, Jake. What, uh, what, uh, did you have fun this weekend? (laughs) Wow. I did. Thank you. (laughs) It's just such a weird way to, uh, ask that question, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, we had a lot of fun. I guess we did. I guess we did a lot of stuff this weekend, huh? Yeah, we did do a lot of stuff. We went to the, uh, Retro Toy Con in Greenville, South Carolina, and uh, there's a whole video about it. You can find it on our YouTube page, uh, youtube.com slash yes, have some. Mm-hmm. You can track all of our purchases. And boy, did we. 
That yeah. was fun. If you can make it through the video, then you can see everything we bought. Yeah, yeah it's good. It's a long one. We the feedback's been that's really my, good. That's my that's my dig at Craig for thinking the video is way too long. No, dude, the video is not long <laughs> because the people want more. Well, the second half of the video is like a little podcast. It's like a little bonus podcast. It is kind of like a podcast. Yeah, you're right. Um, but the first ten minutes or so is uh, it's actual is the toy it. hunt, and then it's the review. Uh-huh. Uh. But yeah, feedback's been good. People seem to be into it, and uh, I'm not. Craig, gonna... you got a drawing, a caricature of yourself. Who's um? Yeah, I'm something... jealous about that. By yeah, the way, yeah, me too. So it Olive... looks good. So uh, this uh, listener, Oliver Jones, I believe is his name. Uh, he drew up a little picture of me. Uh, I guess he's an animator, and it looks really good. And I actually talked to him. Uh, he's an animator. Yeah. He, Can he uh... animate us like a like a whole thing? I think he probably could. But what? what oh I... wow. He slid into my DMs today. They need money for that, probably. But he, uh, yeah, we might have some. He's working on. Uh, uh, oh, give him quail prices. <laughs> he's working on uh, pictures of you guys too. Oh, cool. Um, I told him maybe we'll do some shirt. I think it'd be cool to have a pin Very set. Cool. A pin set, Thanks, dude. With the three of. Uh, oh, sick! Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Enamel yes. pins, like a. Thanks, man. <laughs> dude, I like it. It looks like a like a Sunday paper, like comic sketch. Like, yeah. Like yeah. this style. So cool. I I'm I told him I'm well aware of how insane I look in that video because like my hair is just doing its own thing and like I was just I'm like one of those people where I'm like I'm buying toys I don't give a fuck like yeah. I'll shower eventually I got to get to the toy show. Uh, I no. showered in toys. <laughs> I took a toy a bath. <laughs> showered shower. in one of the hotel rooms at the toy show. Yeah. Uh, cool. Hey, also, so please check out the video, and uh, we'll we'll probably be mentioning throughout this episode some of the pickups we got. But we go into great detail. I'm definitely on a kick uh, lately for a couple different brands, but I don't want to spoil anything. Can I? Can I though? I, I kind of got a little bummed out after we did the video, and I want to make a little like addendum to it. Is did I say that word right? Yeah. Um, uh, it's pronounced uh, adrenaline. Uh-huh. Adrenaline. Uh, I would have had a little adrenaline to mm-hmm. to um <clears throat> to that video. I completely forgot to mention in the video that um I bought a bag of Dino Rider accessories. Oh yeah, you did. Like oh, just yeah. a random. Like it was the only Dino Riders is one of the things I was kind of looking for and. The only Dino Rider anything out of the entire toy show that I found was one guy just had a Ziploc bag full of accessories, just like random accessories. Mm-hmm. And at first I was like, well, I, I don't even know what these are. But then Craig, the voice of reason, kind of stepped in and you were like, hey, if you're going to collect Dino Riders, just get it because the accessories are the things that are always missing. Doesn't matter that you don't know what those are. You're probably going to need them at some point. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know. Which is very, very good advice in a situation like that. So I just bought it. I also like that my new wrestling uh, name is going to be The Voice of Reason. Craig, Craig <laughs> Goldberg. Reason. Oh my God! Voice the Voice of Reason! He's got the Donna Rider! Um, <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. And uh, well, like I said, we'll get into some more detail. Um, but uh, we, we really did have a good time. Hey, shout out to the uh, South Carolina Ghostbusters. Yeah. Uh, had Rob a lot Sosby of fun. Rob Rob Sosby and Jeff Wisnant and uh, Jamie Knowles and, and all those mm-hmm. folks. Uh, they ran that raffle we talked about last week. We did not win the raffle. Uh, what? So therefore, we didn't win? No, we didn't win. It's rigged. It's yeah. rigged. It is rigged. Yeah, I must have, mm. Uh, they rigged it. Let's just uh, let's just say we won't be plugging any more raffles yeah. for the South Carolina <laughs> Ghostbusters. 
<laughs> yeah, it was a legitimately like good uh, haul for everything that they had. Um, hope yeah, that's get, a good yeah, stuff. We don't have yeah, to Yeah, I hope whoever won it even knows what that stuff is. <laughs> you better deserve <laughs> it. They're just like using the PKE meter as like a spatula. Ooh. I think it's some sort that. of uh, kitchen utensil. Yeah, their setup looked really good. The booth and everything was really nice. Um, a lot of people were stopping by. They had a slime blower and their proton pack out. Looked really good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, good to see all them. So this is what we're going to be doing tonight. Uh, we are going to be doing our thankfuls tonight. We are going to round table. We each made a list of our top five things we're thankful for this year. And uh, I thought it'd be a good change of pace instead of us complaining or being stressed or giving fucks. Oh, we're still complaining. We're just doing it on the bonus episode. Well, that's what we're going to do. So if you're a member of the Yes, Have Some Patreon, uh, we are also dropping our episode today. A bonus episode for all of our patrons in the $5 tier or more. Uh, on the regular episode, we're talking about what we're thankful for. And on the bonus episode, we're airing our top five grievances, which is obviously way more fun to complain than to to be positive, I think. Uh, but I had fun making my list. Did you guys, uh, were you able to sit down and, and, and work all that out? Yeah, I sure yeah, was. Yeah, it was okay. It was a, a little time. stressful. Uh, yeah. Stressful. It was, I like it was stressful because I was like, you know, it, it was stressful to me just because there's a lot of things that I, I, I think I'm thankful for. But then I was like, you know, do I want to go? Am I going serious here? Oh, and Jake, like, me too. I was like, how deep am I but going? But then I'm like, no, it's for the show. Maybe I just want to do the kind of things that I've been thinking about lately. Yeah. And that's kind of where I stuck with things that I feel like are appropriate Same. for uh, talk and podcasting. And yeah, because I started listing out all the people I'm thankful for. And then I <laughs> yeah, was like, and I'm like you I- know what we are? Th- I feel yeah. like we can just get it over with and say, they hey, it. we're thankful no. for a lot of people and they know it. We Jake- don't have to. Fuck that. Here's yeah. my suggestion. If any of us start to go too long on thanking people, we just play the Oscars, the music that they start playing when they want people to go off stage. <laughs> da, da, da. Cool. Hey, nobody put Baby Yoda on their list. How do you know that? I'm just, it's not I'm, on any. I'm joking that I'm just, everybody's thankful for Baby Yoda. Also, I really enjoyed everybody's suggestions. I think that we should intersperse them throughout our list of thankful things. Oh, yeah. Because you made a post in group therapy. Yeah, in group therapy, I said, uh, let us know what you're thankful for. And uh, we'll we'll read some of those on the show. So we'll be doing that uh, a little bit later. And here in just a couple minutes, a uh, friend of the podcast, Matt Provencal, one of our Canadian brothers, uh, and also a brother in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, he used to host uh, Cross the Streams Radio, which is uh, one of the original Ghostbusters podcasts. And he made a funny comment today. He said he was thankful that one, what he said he was thankful for was that uh, the current Ghostbusters podcasts all get along. Uh, <laughs> okay. And I want to I want to dig into that. He's going to be joining us for a few minutes uh, to talk. Yeah, all two of them. <laughs> but we do love crossroads. We do get along because we were on the crossroads this yes. week. Yes, yes, we were. It was a ton of well, fun. Oh yeah, we were. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and we love Chris and Troy. We love Chris and Troy. They, uh, uh, Chris Stewart was co-hosting. Uh, well, he co-hosts every week, but Troy was not there this week, yeah. so. Uh, so they Chris had like Stewart, six Chris people stand in. Wait, wait. Chris Stewart was co-hosting because Ryan Dole was taking control oh, of that fucking Oh, it was the episode. Ryan Dole show. It was great. Mm-hmm. I can't believe some of the stuff he said on there, and Me I can't either. believe uh, uh, that Chris didn't edit any of it out, but we're very appreciative <laughs> that... <laughs> Uh, I like it. Did you guys see what I tweeted to? The, this is great. This is what I put to. I tweeted, What's a tweet? 
I said thanks to the CrossRip for letting us crash this week's episode. Also, we didn't even drop one f bomb, so that's pretty cool. Can't say the same about Ryan Dole. <laughs> I I love that we we put the episode on in the beginning. Chris is like he gives a warning that there's a little more profanity than usual, and. Yeah. When I heard that, I was like, oh, man, were we cursing? And, Craig, you were like, I don't think we did at all. And then as soon as the show starts, Ryan's like, God damn it, shit, fuck. And we're yeah. like, oh, okay, it's it just Ryan. It sounded like South Park, like, fuck, 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 fuck. pretty cool. I liked it. Five stars. Also, <laughs> though, I put, more a, swears. I put a hashtag on uh, on my tweet. It said, spirit packs. Some people hear it. Some people fear it. Spirit packs. Ryan Dole just won't go near it. Uh, so I was no, pretty, pretty, I was pretty funny. happy about that. Uh, he was hard. One of the, Ryan opened the show. He goes, he's like, Oh, welcome to the cross rip. Uh, it's not for poor people or for spirit pack <laughs> owners. Oh, and it's yeah. just like, Oh my God. He's just going off. Dude, he's just go, he's going going off immediately and also hey, i'm gonna i'm gonna go leave a i'm gonna go leave a, a review for the cross rip and just say there's too much cursing i love <laughs> by the way when you get five canadians in a room all like just yelling i'm just i'm picturing terrence and philip the whole yeah. time i was like god it's so cool to hear them uh talk like and, you know people their their whole half of their head is removed from their body as they're yelling uh it's okay. No, it was great. I loved it. I, I was really happy to uh, be part of that. It, it was cool, man. Yeah, we got to listen to that on the way back from South Carolina. So nope. no, no, not that fair. was not correct. Not, not a true statement. Thank you, fat check. Was it? What, uh, what were we doing? It was Monday. We were out and about doing okay. something. That makes sense because it came out Monday. There was something I was going to think about too. We went to this toy store on Monday afternoon, uh, Full Circle Toys in Noonan, Georgia, mm-hmm. and. I, I thought of an anecdote that I thought was pretty funny. I know what it is. I know one of them. What was it? Because we talked about uh, the last time we were down there, how you went and approached a Star Wars Detoff and knocked everything over inside of it. I did. There was like this new thing in front of that exact area that was like a large, heavy weighted, like, I don't know what you call it. It was like a preventative thing to keep people from getting too close to that same detoff. Sir, step away from the detoff. They have a Robocop in there. I'm not 100% sure that's actually why that was there. I like to think it is. (laughs) They saw me coming and they rolled a boulder in front of the detoffs. (laughs) No, there were... I knocked some stuff over this time. It was like an ET phone. Did you? Yeah. Oh, you did, and it like went sliding across yes. the floor. Oh yeah, Jake's terrible. like, one of us is gonna buy this vintage ET phone at some point, and I yeah. was like, Abby just broke it. I noticed that the ET was missing a finger though, so I was like, that's fine. Which finger? It wasn't a finger that I had interacted with, so it was okay. <laughs> that's <laughs> the weirdest. I know it's the weirdest thing ever said on the show. But yeah, um, that's weird. <laughs> there is there is another. I guess this is also a thing we could add to the video. Um, so the toy video, you, you asked me, Craig, you asked me and Abby both, uh, during the, the, the toy review video, if there was anything at the convention that we maybe wish we would have bought or had our eyes on. And one of the things that I said was, uh, the cave turtle Leonardo with the dinosaur. And and I talked about how I, I was, I didn't even know that that existed. And then we went to this toy store the very next day and, um, someone had, like turned in an entire Ninja Turtle collection, like a pretty impressive Ninja Turtle collection. But among it was that exact figure uh, complete. So I bought it. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I absolutely yeah. love that. That's that was uh, a, cool. that was a, uh, like the, 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 the gods were aligning. Mm-hmm. They said stars. 
Yeah, what did I say? The gods. The gods. The gods all talk to each other. The 12 gods of toys. You don't know about that mythology I just made up? There's 12 toy gods. I won't get into it. Okay. I'm going to invent my own religion, like Scientology, but it's for worshiping toys. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Uh, do it. I support right. your faith. Cool. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go ahead and get Matt Provencal on the line. He's going to be uh, talking about uh, cleaning up the town, the Ghostbusters documentary that's been in the works for oh, a real long time. 35 like, years or something like that. <laughs> they yeah. started working on the documentary before Ghostbusters was even made. Um, but he, he recently got a chance to see it and he, we're going to bring him on to talk about it. So we're going to give him a call and, uh, Abby, why don't you, uh, regale the audience with a fun anecdote while I figure out how to call people? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, well, if you guys have been following me on social media or YHS, we've posted some pictures of some of my recent birthday gifts and one of which, well, there were two major things that I got that Craig picked out for me that were like wow factor showstoppers. One was the Watto, the scale Watto. I don't think I've talked about him yet on the show. It's a figure, or not a figure, rather. It's like a, a scale statue. He's on a huge stand. Mm-hmm. It, was it was a display for uh, Pepsi, an in-store display when Phantom Menace came out. And we've I've seen it at a lot of different places through, over the years and have always wanted it. Um, then Craig picked it up for me and surprised me with it. I did. He did like a Red Rider BB gun thing where I opened all the other stuff first. Which there's a lot of cool stuff. I got. I don't know if I have time to go into it, but I got. I Later. don't. Fact is, I thought I got everything, and then Craig brought a Watto out and like had me turn around. It was and your mom exciting. was like, "You're gonna poke your eye with that thing." Mm-hmm. And now I want to get him in our family photo for okay. Christmas. That's what we do. All right, let's get Matt on the line. Uh, congratulations on your Watto. Thank you. Uh, we'll get some pictures up. Thank you. Cool, Jake. Do you have a Watto? Uh, no. Do Thanks want- for rubbing that in. Do you <laughs> want one? Do I want a Watto? Yeah. Do you want a Watto? I mean, I, if there's one laying around, but I'm not going to go like buying one. There's plenty he laying around. Incomplete legless <laughs> one. That's what I should mention. This one is in minty condition. Hello. Hello. Matt hey. Provencal. How's it going, man? Excellent. Very good. Mr. Goldberg and yes. Abby and Jake. Hello, What's up, dude. What's no, up? hey, it's, man. It's been just, a while. It's just yeah, me. Nope, just, oh, it's just, just me. <laughs> yep. Just Craig only. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you, man? Good, excellent. Cool. Uh, cool. Up in the uh, gray white north, um, we're having very uh, uh, unseasonably warm weather, which is great. So I'm I'm taking it. Well, What's as a warm win, for you? So. <laughs> it's four degrees. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we use Celsius, you know, like the rest of the world. But yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, we've we've had it at uh, zero before many times in January Fahrenheit, and it's it sucks. But it's every year. Usually, Ottawa gets um, the world record for coldest like capital city in the world. Like we beat Mount Moscow every time. So it's wow. like, yay, thanks. <laughs> what the wow. hell am I doing here? But it's usually it's like, oh yeah, the healthcare shit. I remember. Yeah, okay, now I remember. Oh, yeah. this is important. Yeah, there's, oh yeah, there's some perks. Yeah, well, listen, there are man, some perks. The people. Uh, thanks yeah. for joining. Uh, yes, have some podcast. It has been a while. I know we used to have you on on. Uh, well, we used to do the live call-in shows. We're going to have to do another one of those. I almost looked up a Celsius converter because I thought you were going to tell me the temperature. I was like, i got to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks, Google. Yeah, well, I just had to do uh, the conversion um, to uh, Canadian to U.S. bucks because uh, my wife and I went to New York. And, uh, man, is that ever depressing? <laughs> yeah. <It's> like, <laughs> 
Yeah, it's like it's like seven for like seventy four cents or less uh, yeah. to the dollar. So I, yeah. it's like change. I felt rich. I felt rich when I went to Canada. <laughs> oh man, you like uh, you like her coins with the? Dude, I loved it. I was yeah. so annoyed to not be able to use that money anymore. It's so much better <laughs> than our money. It's cool. The the toonies are always the best with the the polar bears in the center. Those are those are always throw people off. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's like yeah, we got all this fun coins with the queen on it, even though we don't really respect the queen at all. But the queen's mentioned in everything we do legally, so it's like okay, sure. Cool. It's like hey. We- it's like, do you like the crown? Then, yeah, then you'll like our money. <laughs> yes. You'll like our money. <laughs> yeah. God, in, Amer- in America, it's like, do you like, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to go there. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, uh, well, Matt, so thanks for uh, joining us. I know um, you uh, went and saw Cleaning Up the Town. You're probably one, not, there's not that many people who've seen it yet. There's only been a couple yeah. screenings. But before we get started on that, uh, you made a comment that I had to explore. Uh, we were just talking about uh, in uh, yes, have some group therapy today on Facebook. When we were talking yes. about uh, uh, what's everybody thankful for, and you said that you're thankful that the Ghostbusters podcasts are getting along these days. <laughs> so I, I need some backstory. You got to be referencing something specific. I am. I am. Uh, I listened to the um, the cross rip episode where you guys uh, crashed in, uh, which was fantastic with Ryan and Ghostbusters of British Columbia. And that was awesome. And uh, yeah, we were just, just talking reminded, about that. Yeah, we just were. We, it just reminded me of um, uh, a long, long time ago in a uh, other section of the Internet when uh, cross streams radio, uh, we did a uh, crossover episode with uh, the Ghost Heads podcast which I thought was absolutely hilarious um, because it was timed with when uh, Jay Leno and Conan O'Brien were having that huge fallout because oh, yeah. he lost the Tonight Show. And so Cross Streams Radio, uh, Brendan Mertens always wanted to have the show have a um, kind of Tonight Show uh, feel to it. And uh, we were kind of the new kids on the block and Ghost Heads uh, – Ron Daniels, love you, bud. And uh, you had uh, Luke and uh, and uh, all the other guys there. They had been running it for a while. And this is when podcasts, no one ever listened to podcasts at all. They were running it back in 06, 07. And, um, and then we kind of came in and we were like, hey, would it be cool to just have a nice round table together? And then uh, that kind of went off the rails. And <laughs> and then uh, GB fans' <laughs> uh, message boards kind of kind of didn't like us uh, at first because they were like, well, who are these new guys from Canada? What the fuck is their problem? So anyway, <laughs> it was like, it's like, well, I, I can tell you what my problem is. My problem is that we met Dak Wright and Ernie Hudson in the first month of a podcast, but that's cool. How are you guys doing? So okay. anyway, oh, dude, I love oh, it. That's great. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. All that to be completely honest with you, it was just a matter of uh, different shows styles and uh we were completely opposite we we wanted to have a a more edgier uh kind of late night adult audience which now youtube has to force us to say that our content is not for kids so we have to tell everyone all right everybody hey this is for adults only get the hell out you kids you ruffians yeah yeah though i said i actually finally broke down and read all about that this week it's actually pretty crazy but we don't want to bore the audience but uh correct just to Correct. let everybody know, uh, yes, have some YouTube content. Parental advisory <laughs> is intended for audiences of age thirteen or older. Actually, probably eighteen or older, but I had yeah. I said thirteen legally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So, uh, yeah, that's fun. I, I, man, I, I used to listen to Cross the Streams Radio. I thought it was the coolest thing in the yeah. world. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know about Ron's, uh, the Ghost Heads podcast. I, I found out about that way later. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, all no, Ron, Ron was doing it for a while and, uh, and then obviously he became, uh, fancy schmancy lawyer so man he upgraded life so that's awesome so he took off and then uh and uh we uh we kept it going uh as long as we could and then we wanted to obviously uh break into our own uh creative projects uh brendan obviously director of ghost heads and uh that documentary and then um adam and dan have worked on behind the scenes features uh, one, uh adam uh did uh a behind the scenes features documentary for the um cult uh, 80s horror film brain damage uh so that's on blu-ray so oh, cool. he's a huge fan of that movie that's a that's a really i, I don't know if there's too much uh, of a huge cult falling on it but adam's had to let everyone know about it because it, it apparently has a huge huge cult following thanks to vhs and now the resurgence of blu-ray shout factory is absolutely fantastic for bringing back the old horror movies mm-hmm. so it's always cool to see new transfers come out and then uh i for myself uh i've started a uh videography uh kind of production company um called silver fusion productions and been doing that for the last uh pretty hardcore since 2013 and uh, just as of late, um, we've received some accolades for music video direction. Um, one award was the uh, Native American Music Award for Best Music Video. Uh, that just happened a couple of weeks ago. So uh, we partnered with a uh, indigenous uh, duo band uh, called uh, Twin Flames, and um, they've uh, we wanted to produce uh, an international song um, that uh, reflects um, indigenous cultures as well as uh, humanity and all the different cultures around the world. So we made this awesome music video project and um, it won the uh, the award uh, just recently. So, yeah, I guess I can say I'm a, an award winning music director, which is really weird to say, but it, this is what we're doing now. So well, all congrats, of us are, man. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, That's really cool. folks, yeah. So we're just, yeah, everyone uh, wanted to uh, work on their own uh, creative projects. And, uh, you know, as life gets crazy, you know, you want to be like, oh, man, I, I'm looking into getting married or, or I want to get uh, a house. You know, it's like, oh, man, things really, really tack on. But you got to find that creative then outlet. Got, yeah, that our creative outlet was like, wow, there's this new uh Paul Figgs doing a new Ghostbusters movie. <laughs> we better start a podcast. Yeah, man. Well, uh, to be completely honest, man, you you jumped on a right train. Cross the Streams Radio, we were in the dark ages of Ghostbuster news. And Chris and Troy, God bless them. They had been they have they have been the beacon since like 98, 99. So I was listening to uh to Chris's updates on uh Proton Charging. Um, I'm going to date myself because it's going to make him feel old, uh, uh, when I was in high school <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, it's just been, I've been listening to that and following the GB three news because Dan Aykroyd said that movie's coming next spring, everybody. So get ready. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, had so many false starts, man. I got burned so bad. Like me and Brendan went on CBC radio up in Canada on one of the sub channels, and we straight up told them the movie's coming out Christmas 2012. Like, <laughs> like there's a national audience straight up was like, this is it. You've heard it officially from these two hardcore Ghostbuster fans. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. To be fair, Dakra did tell us that like 
the week before so it's like hey i'm just passing the <laughs> passing the buck along the, here the, don't, don't the weird the thing faster. when you when you track all of that from like 2010 yeah. 11 12 13 like Harold Ramis was very sick that entire time. So it kind of makes me wonder, like we found that out after the fact, it kind of makes me wonder like, what the fuck was Dan talking about? I don't know, man. I really don't know. It's like, he was just, I don't know if it was like a PR thing. Like he was just keeping the face up so that, you know, things could still be developed. Right. Uh, But deep down, man, he was holding in that info. And same thing with Ivan Reitman. Like they knew like around, late 2009 2010 things were getting really really bad and and they were like no no it's all full steam ahead and mm. you know it's a tough thing to to deal with and right, uh right. this is the one thing that i really want to talk about with um uh cleaning up the town which i uh again we've been following ghostbuster documentaries uh this whole time since you guys started i mean for God's sakes, you were in Ghost Heads with your proposal. So, oh, yeah. yes. you know, that, and, yeah, and Jake, thank you for saying yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Wait. Oh, so this is like this is how this is a three union. It's like yeah. uh, it's like. Uh, oh, it feels like it's a holy triad. It feels like it. <laughs> all, you'd those think we're all married when, when, when we spend the weekend. Together. I know. I've got the photos. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what does that mean? What if you and Jake in front of the Christmas tree with matching uh, sweaters, which I will post at some point. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Fantastic. Um, yeah, yeah. Just um, I've been following all the documentaries as much as possible. Um, Anthony Bueno came on Cross the Streams back in 2009. He was one of our first guests uh, right when even before we were on GhostbusterNews.com, um, we were on uh, GB Night Squad, and if you're a hardcore Ghostbuster fan and know what that website is, then I don't need to say anything else, and I will not explain it. But uh, that was our first home, and uh, Anthony was very kind of uh, to join us. A very um, a quick roundtable discussion about him making cleaning up the town, and in that 2009. Was, that's right. Yeah, Jesus. man. And he's like, yeah, it's uh, it's coming along. He had th- at that point had secured um, Harold Ramis all the interviews with Harold Ramis. Uh, he was speaking with Michael Gross, Michael C. Gross, and um, he had locked in some other travel arrangements. But the craziest part about cleaning up the town that I cannot stress enough, and I really hope that as other press junkets pick up the movie, um, that they mention this, Anthony and Claire like basically fundraised all of their and and raise the money themselves so that they can travel from the United Kingdom all the way to California and to Chicago and to New York repeatedly over the last decade to get all of these interviews themselves. So normally when you're shooting these kind of documentaries, you're relatively close to these areas, right? right you want to right. sort of production office so you can easily quickly go to no they were they were working on their own uh careers their own filmmaking careers and had to do this all on their own time so this is one of the reasons why the the film took so long they 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 the stress and the amount of travel that that is just mind-blowing on how they actually accomplished it and seeing harold ramis back on the big screen in great health and great spirits talking about the the fantastic message and the crazy pandemonium of how they pulled off making the first ghostbuster film is absolutely phenomenal and if you're a hardcore ghostbuster fan and you have the opportunity 
to see the film in theaters uh, during its theatrical run across you know, North America and, and now in the UK. Um, but soon it should be available um, uh, for streaming services. And then everyone who supported the the Kickstarter and their um, their fundraising campaign should be able to get download codes and Blu-rays down in 2020. Matt, uh, let me, ask you, let me yes, ask you this. Um, so like as we're all Ghostbusters fans and like we there's uh, we've heard a lot about the movie over over the last 35 years and uh, all the hardcore fans tend to know all of the detailed stories so like without giving away because we want everybody to be able to see the movie and get a lot out of it but like as somebody who's very knowledgeable about ghostbusters mm-hmm. were you like surprised that like the amount of information uh and anecdotes that were like new is there a lot of stuff in there that like you didn't know before watching yes Absolutely. Yeah. Um, for the most part, a lot of the stuff has been has been covered. But what Clean Up the Town was able to pull together with new materials and new interviews from from a filmmaker standpoint and from researching Ghostbusters for so long, seeing those new new things without giving away any spoilers is such a treat. Um, there are some fantastic interviews uh, with Annie Potts. Uh, where she is talking about a story when they were shooting in the firehouse uh, is absolutely hysterical. Um, basically how she tried to keep the scene together while Bill Murray kind of just tried to improv his way through it and she couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, That is worth the price of admission. Um, there are some audition tapes. I'm trying to also remember what um, uh, Chris uh, Stewart uh, covered in the cross rip, so I'm not repeating um, what he was also revealing too, but, um, the new stuff with, uh, audition tapes, there are some archived, uh, VHS and beta cam footage that, uh, Anthony was able and Claire were able to pull up through the, all the visual effects artists who worked on Ghostbusters one. So people like Steve Johnson and, uh, Billy Bryan who played Stay Puff and, uh, Mark Wilson who played Slimer. And uh, there's some, uh, and then other um, uh, Sam Lagoria, there's other uh, visual effects artists uh, that work behind the scenes that are basically declassifying all of these photos, Polaroids, candid behind the scenes stuff that has never been published. I've never seen it in any book. Some of the shots and some of the video footage uh, I have seen on some behind the scenes um, documentary stuff that you've seen in the Blu-ray or um, in the ultimate um, Ghostbusters history book, but a lot of it that I saw in the dock have never, I've never seen before. Um, they do a fantastic job of telling the story, um, in lean linear fashion. So from the start of the movie to the end of the movie, and then the making of the film is kind of, they, they go through it is storyboards with interviews and you're basically, you're watching the first Ghostbuster movie in relatively real time in the documentary shows you how they did everything from the librarian open opening to stave up blowing up at the end. And it's fantastic. There's a lot of cool new things that as a hardcore fan that you're like, okay, cool. I've read all the books I've read making Ghostbusters off of spook central. What else can you show me? Well, I was pleasantly surprised and it's definitely worth the omission scene. Did, uh, 
Do we get the classic Ivan Reitman talking about the chills going up his spine the first time he saw his four guys? Oh, man. Yeah, he likes saying that. Um, to be completely fair to Anthony and and everybody involved, they probably locked that interview with Ivan Reitman before he said it in the 2009 25th anniversary Blu-ray. So, so they had it first. Okay. It's just it's taken – this number of years to to say I, it. So since then, I want a shirt. Like, I just want a shirt of the four guys, and on the back is just a big picture of Ivan Reitman's face, and it just says "chills." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. I like that. Uh, we chills. love. We love. Uh, the, you know, part of the fun about being a Ghostbusters fan is like, um, and I'm sure Star Wars fans uh, that are uh, once you get to that certain level, you start kind of knowing the cast of characters in, in a oh, yeah. in a more of a uh, uh, it, it's fun to kind of poke fun at that kind of stuff, like Dan and Ivan and Bill and Ernie. Like in, in the Ghostbusters community, so much, uh, even though it's huge, you start to know their ways, like yeah. family or friends, right? You can kind of predict the things they're yeah. going to say, the sound bites, and we're talking about the thing with Dan yeah. and the, you know, uh, or when he does his uh, his Crystal Head uh, vodka interviews. You can kind his of pitches? like yeah, mid sentence yeah. pitches, yeah, <laughs> the yeah, diamonds, well, the diamonds. Yeah. I want to know, yeah, still. the diamonds. Tell me about the diamonds. The diamonds. It's not only the diamonds. It's that, and also the way uh, the the, after the uh, last year when Dan Aykroyd kind of start letting it slip that he really wasn't happy with answer the call, and he's kind of you could tell like a publicist at some point was like, "Hey, you need to go out of your way to praise the actresses." And like now every like they're not even talking about that. They'll be asking about like, so, Dan, uh, tell us what it was like to film Blues Brothers. And he's like, boy, those girls were great. <laughs> You're like, what? It's like, it's like a checklist, a mental checklist. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, Joe Rogan, the Joe Rogan Dacry podcast. Yeah. is such solid gold. Oh, it's, gold. Uh, it's gold. I know. It's gold. It, it, we um, ate dinner while listening to it. It was so good. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love um yeah, like I mean it's pretty much uh, he's he's they're not necessarily on a I think the heat for most general audiences with uh, the reboot has greatly died down. Um there's only a few very still angry vocal people on Twitter still talking about it, but I think their attention is now shifted to Star Wars. So we got ourselves another year of of things being calmed down. But Quiet. Uh, thanks, Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, Ryan Johnson. Thanks for taking the heat from Dude, <laughs> answer the call. That's yeah. who Paul Feig is grateful for this year. It's Ryan oh, Johnson. Ryan Johnson. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that last Christmas in the credits is a thank you to Ryan Johnson. I think yeah. Yeah. Just, you'll see it at the end. Uh, but yeah, it's very important that he, he does say thank you to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, the, the cleaning up the town um, was really refreshing to, to see some really cool new stuff. Um, I want to speak praise to the editing. Uh, so Eastwood Allen did the editing with Anthony and um, uh, that editing team. I've seen trailers and work with um, a RoboCop documentary called RoboDoc that I'm super excited to see once that's released. And um, uh, Troy Benjamin, of course, from the Cross Syrup uh, has uh, a co-producing credit. And it's really cool to see at the end of the film some friends and and uh, and other fans that are in the credits as well uh, from all their contributions and uh, and their work on the dock. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, the music uh, um, is is great. Um, the musical score because obviously they had to do uh, some creative liberties to make sure that um, they can license 
the music uh, for theater. So there's a lot of um, studio tracks that they obviously couldn't use, but the musical score is fantastic. It's like a fusion of synth wave and the real Ghostbusters score meets the Elmer Bernstein score all throughout the documentary. So um, if you love like watching um, Toys That Made Us and uh, other kind of docs about uh, behind the scenes of, um, of, uh, of 80s films, um, the musical score is absolutely fantastic. And that was a re- really refreshing take because they obviously had legal creative restrictions. They're, they're like, oh, we actually can't use Ghostbusters <laughs> in its full entirety in this right. documentary. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I know I, that was one of the 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 uh, one of the hangups of, of uh, mm-hmm. getting the documentary out because uh, it's been in production for so long. Is it, there, there's uh, people don't really think about this stuff, but there's. That's- there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of legal stuff you got to go through a lot of hoops you got to like you got to get approval and licensing from from you know a dozen different uh, people and companies especially with like songs like how many oh, people yeah. have rights to a certain yeah. song like uh, just to get clearance to be able to air that stuff publicly or put it on a DVD is uh, uh, I'm sure it is a headache I'm sure they're very Arduous grateful process yeah I'm sure they're grateful and. Uh, taking a big sigh of relief, uh, getting this out. And now they got to get the second one out. <laughs> you know what? After seeing the first one and because we've seen so many behind the scenes features, I mean, for God's sakes, Netflix is going to have one by the time you release this episode, uh, out, uh, on the movies that made us about a behind the scenes making of ghostbusters. So I would highly recommend, you know, putting the money towards clean up the town because they do a far better thorough job. But um, um, yeah, there's going to be yet another behind the scenes documentary segment about the first movie. Um, So the seeing Ghostbusters two behind the scenes, um, I'm actually super excited because that's ground that is really not, that has not really been treaded yet. Uh, There's not a lot of, uh, general audience knowing like, oh, yeah, the second movie, that's the one with the slime and the Statue of Liberty. Right. And that's usually what people will tell you. But seeing some the work that was put into this first movie and knowing that they probably have hours of just solid gold for just reserved for Ghostbusters 2. I'm actually more excited for that. I'm more excited to see Kurt Fuller's documentary stuff. Hey, I'm more excited. <laughs> Ghostbusters 2 is the best movie of all time. Yeah. Oh, we all know oh, that. Shit. Oh man, that's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deal with we it. We said it. That's a quote. Put <laughs> that on the poster. Take. Nuclear take. That's nuclear a nuclear take. take. Yeah. yeah. That's gonna be our yeah. our spinoff podcast, nuclear takes, where where we have people come on and just defend something that's essentially undefendable, but uh cool. or indefendable. Yeah, yeah um, man. Just the, the the behind the scenes and I love the soundtrack to Ghostbusters too. Man, what a, it holds up so well. It I mean they the got Elton John on it. How, how do they get that? They got Elton John and they got Glenn Fry from the Eagles doing Flip City. You can't beat it. It's and great. Bobby Brown, really he's in there twice. I think, he's- Jake, when we uh, when we first started hanging out with you, you, you told us early on how important that Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack was to you. It's just a great soundtrack. Like, I mean, it's just a fun, it's a fun soundtrack to listen to. And it's, I feel like that one, I, I think it's because we've talked about it before because, uh, you know, Ghostbusters two came out, you know, I, I wasn't alive when the first Ghostbusters came out, but when part two came out, I feel like I watched it more and those songs just kind of stuck with me more than the songs from the first film. Yeah. It's just fun to listen to. 
Yeah, Couldn't like uh, oh, fa- fantastic! Uh, the 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 I like that because the film is obviously eighty nine. You can hear the like the musical shift going from the first soundtrack to the second, going into the nineties. Right? It's like from new wave to hip hop. Right, new wave to hip hop. What are the influences of New York right now in nineteen eighty nine versus what it were in eighty three, eighty four? Mm-hmm. It's awesome to hear that transition. Um, Spirit, fantastic track. Absolutely love it. Love yeah. it. Sure. Stands love it. the test of time. Uh, I got Ghostbusters two on vinyl on cassette still. Tight. I got a Bobby Brown single cassette for Ghostbusters two. Dude, that music video is good too, where he's like on all the buildings. Oh yeah, it's great. Very nice. I just uh, I just fast forward the Donald Trump part and I'm good. Oh yeah, uh, I have a good time. I go, oh yeah, he was in this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 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 So, here's here's Sorry. okay. Here's something interesting. We don't get we don't have to have a political discussion. Right no, no, now. no, no, no. But <laughs> if you had the opportunity to get like the Bobby Brown vinyl single of On Our Own signed by Donald Trump, would you? <laughs> That's a quandary. Uh, that'd be a unique Ghostbusters collectible. Yeah, it would. It would. I would um, get everyone but him to sign it. That would Jake like Jake. Uh, you like that one? I like it. I'm getting it done. I'm doing it, <laughs> dude. We're gonna send. We're gonna Nuclear send. Yeah, that's nuclear the nuclear autograph. That's a this nuclear you autograph. Need to, you, you need to go to D.C. and crash the impeachment hearings and be like, excuse me, <laughs> one quick question. Uh, yes, Senator, I have in my Is possession a Ghostbusters 2 vinyl soundtrack. <laughs> this shouldn't take very long. I know he's back there. He says he's busy. I know he's just in the corner. I have a pen. Uh. <laughs> I love this would be the greatest video of all time because um, uh <laughs> I'm imagining with a C-SPAN. I'm I'm imagining we're live in front of the gates of the White House where there's a protest. Because honestly, um, I don't know if you saw this picture ever. There was a there was a protest a couple years ago uh, down by where Jake lives in Valdosta. uh, Some big political thing. Who knows what it was? And Jake went out and held up a sign that said, uh, bring back the Jaws ride. And it ended up getting <laughs> getting some coverage. So I think this is the sequel to that. We send Jake to D.C. during the impeachment <laughs> hearings to get his Ghostbusters vinyl signed by Donald Trump. This is classic. It's a great <laughs> stunt. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Send, a, send a heartfelt email, and I'm sure he'll answer. He might. Yeah, just I'll tweet might. him. I'm sure. <laughs> cool. You never know. You never know. I feel like we're treading weird ground right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, well, hey, I'm I'm in Canada. Like whatever happens, we're just gonna build an igloo wall or something if things get really bad. But we, you know, we're fine. That's if you if wall. you need a place to stay, if you know 2020 comes rolling around and it's like whoa, we screwed up. Let's. It's all good. Just come over. We'll ride it out for another four needs years. A new home. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. Cool. Call up Ryan Dole. He'll, I'm sure he's got a. Some sort of inflatable mattress. Whatever. <laughs> figure it out. Dude, yeah. Well, he's got something. Yeah. yeah. Um, adaptable. Well, listen, man. Drink. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for stopping by, man. We yeah. uh we we we're gonna have to do this more often. I'm I'm glad that you got uh a chance to uh to 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 see it. I mean, I talked to uh Anthony uh or Claire, uh whoever runs the Twitter account. I talked to one of them recently. I'm trying to get yeah, some yeah. In, intel. On when they're going to be, uh, yeah, they're You're taking shared duties. Yeah. <laughs> Each word, every other word was typed by one. <laughs> they take turns. Yeah, they just pass it back. Um, <laughs> uh, but we actually, a couple years ago, we had them on the show uh, when we were out in LA for the uh, Answer the Call premiere, and uh, I'm just excited for them. I'm glad that it's out. I'm glad people are starting to see it, and um, it'll be great once it's on VOD and and 
we can really mm-hmm. like have everybody dig into it yeah, at the same time. Um, it's going to be great. Yeah. So their big uh, premiere in the UK is going to happen, uh, I believe, December 3rd at the uh, uh, IMAX theater. Uh, that's uh, in um, that's uh, the BFI IMAX, I believe, is the theater. So they, they're selling tickets. Just check out their Facebook page. They're going to be promoting it. So if anyone is listening for that's currently in the United Kingdom or you're close to London, just go check it out. It's going to be a great place to see it on a huge screen and awesome sound system. And, and you can see the work uh, that everyone's been waiting for 12 years to see. So it's pretty cool. cool. Now, I know, I know we're wrapping up here, but um, um, I, I, I can quickly, very quickly – tell a very short story that um, that uh, I've been meaning to say in the yes has some group therapy page as well as everywhere else. And I've only told it to a few, few people, Um, but it's that crazy. And it just reminded me of seeing Michael C. Gross back on the big screen in the cleaning up the town doc that one long time ago, uh, this was October, 2001, um, my family and I ended up on a secret service RCMP watch list. <laughs> thanks to a heavy metal movie poster that of course, heavy metal, uh, oh, yeah, that was produced by Michael C. Gross. And, uh, this is a true story and I, I can't make this up. And if you need to me to collaborate with other witnesses, including my own mom, I would be happy to, for her to sing <laughs> a soundbite because this is absolutely true. So, yeah. So very quickly, what happened was, I in July of 2001, um, I saw heavy metal, uh, the movie on VHS and absolutely blew my mind. I thought this was the craziest movie ever made. And then, of course, I realized Ivan Reitman produced the film and Michael C. Gross was the associate producer and creative director on heavy metal. And uh, I was like, I need to buy a movie poster. So hopped onto eBay. It's the infancy of eBay and uh, ordered the poster paid for you know, crappy shipping, didn't want to pay too much. And, uh, it said, yeah, it'll come to you whenever <laughs> there was no tracking. Uh, there was nothing. It was just a cool poster that, uh, was on the way. Yeah. And people got to remember the early days of eBay were quite different. It was the wild, wild west. <laughs> I, I remember sending cash in an envelope to, oh, for payments. Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa. like, I also remember bought people buying stuff from me and like buying action figures. And I would literally take a loose figure put it in like a manila envelope that yeah. not even uh-huh. a, the kind with the little metal tabs yeah. and just be like, oh, and just sending uh, sure. it in the mail. This will make it. All right. Sorry. Keep going. No worries. No worries. Um, yeah. So this poster was really cool. It's really unique. It's a Columbia pictures poster that when you fold it, it actually turns into different movie posters. So when you fold it in half, uh, actually, sorry, on the back of the poster, it's a Cheech and Chong Nice Dreams poster. Classic. And then you fold it again, and it's the horror movie Happy Birthday to Me poster. And then if you fold it another time, it's a Stripes movie poster. So it's a multi-use poster that movie theaters would would use to just kind of keep in the lobby. So it's like, okay, this movie's coming up, fold the poster, stick it on the wall. Okay, this movie's coming out, fold it again, and just kind of do that. So it was Columbia Pictures kind of saving money. It's like, we're not going to send you four posters to Cheapskates. You're going to get one, and then you're going to fold it. That's how it goes. <laughs> so that was the poster I got. So lo and behold, a, a really bad thing happened around September-ish of 2001. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. something, something really bad. Real bad. And yep. uh, maybe you've heard of it. Um, anyway, um, there's a Halloween day of uh, October 31st, 2001. 
I get off the school bus. I was, uh, I was just getting off the school bus and I walked to my house and there is 40 police cars, a SWAT team van, a bunch of hazmat people in hazmat suits running into my house, caution tape everywhere, firefighters who've sealed off the, the block and no joke about four people wearing black suits and sunglasses and earpieces uh, have all secured my house and my parents are inside. And um, two weeks prior to this, there was a huge anthrax scare in the mm-hmm. United States. Yep. NBC, CBS, all these TV stations yep. were mailed anthrax letters. And so the entire northern seaboard and 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 the United States and Canada were, were just perpetuated into fear, thinking that, oh, my God, biological warfare has come into the come into our countries. What are we going to do? My parents are antique dealers and they constantly deal with um, packages coming in and out of the house. Um, and they were one of the earlier um, adopters of eBay. So one day, my mom on this particular day, this Halloween, opened up the box and saw nothing but powder covering a plastic baggie that was inside this box. And she freaked. She absolutely thought, oh, my God, this this package from the United States that I was not expecting (laughs) just showed up at my door. (laughs) They they went after NBC and CBS in the White House and now they're coming after the 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 province household. The the small town um, had a population of about 9,000 people (laughs) uh, right, right on the Ontario Quebec border up in Canada. So she freaks out, calls 911 and says, I have a box that I think has anthrax in it and uh, (laughs) completely sealed the entire block and quarantined it. And there's every federal agent, RCMP, military police. I'm pretty confident that there was Secret Service and other special forces of the the men in black were there. Men in black were there. (laughs) There was definitely three people in hazmat suits that walked in just like they were decontaminating something from a science fiction film. And um, my uh, grandparents met up with me and said, "Okay, you got to get in the car and we got to figure this out. And so we got a call about four hours later after I was waiting at my aunt's place. Everyone's freaking out, not knowing what the hell's going on. And then we get the all clear that everything's been taken care of. So we get back to the house. The cops are taking down all the caution tape. Everything's been, you know, taken care of. This never made the news, by the way. I think they once they got the all clear, they put a hush on the media to make sure there's no there was no widespread panic. And first thing I do, I run to the house. I hug my mom and I go, what the hell happened? What what is all this? She goes, your poster came today. (laughs) (laughs) So whoever packed the poster, uh, probably someplace in the middle of the United States, um, made the mistake of uh, packing it in a very dusty room and uh, and uh, probably a leftover garbage bag somewhere and decided to pack it and wrap it inside that box. And the factory dust that settled into the box caused a widespread panic. 
And so for a very brief moment on Halloween of 2001, uh, my entire house managed to not only shut down my hometown, but put me on some sort of watch list uh, for a potential terrorist attack. Thanks to a heavy metal movie poster. Wow. That, uh, is again in loving, uh, lovingly made from Columbia pictures and Ivan Reitman and the late great Michael C. Gross, who, um, I used to have constant conversations with on Facebook. Uh, he was, a, a repeat, um, contributor with cross the streams back in the day. Um, we even recorded some interviews with him. Um, but unfortunately he got really, really sick and, uh, we lost him in, um, 2015 and, uh, Miss him dearly, but I'll never forget the time that one of his creations caused a widespread panic and I ended up almost on a terrorist watch list. So thank you, Michael Gross. You're the best. That's a so, good story. Yeah, yeah, that's a good story. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad. I thought sure. it was going to be the content of the movie that was controversial. Oh, no, no, no. Also, if you, told that if you told that story to <laughs> Ivan Reitman, he, he, he would listen to the whole thing and at the end go, all right, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> be like, anyway. uh, cool. Um, so yeah, anyway, yeah, so, we've seen him do that. It's quite yeah. funny. Um, when we were at uh, Ghostbusters Fan Fest. So, anyways, man, listen, that's a great story. Thank you for Thank sharing, you, sir. Yeah. and thanks Thank for sharing your experience. Uh, you know, seeing cleaning up the town. Yep. I mean, as a longtime fan, and and uh, you've got deep roots in the community. So, thanks, man. It was my pleasure. Um, again, you guys, um, you're. Thanks to this wonderful age of information where the news cycle changes every, I'd say, two and a half minutes. Um, it's absolutely fantastic to see you guys work on these shows every single week and provide as quick up-to-date content as possible. Um, again, with the Ghost Heads podcast and Cross the Streams and Ghostbuster News back in the day, we were really pulling our teeth to try to figure out how we were going to come up with a, a show once per month. Now that, you know, nerd culture has exploded, uh, all across every single medium, uh, uh, on TV and, and on the inner hole. And <laughs> that's what I like to call it. Of course, uh, you, you can really put some awesome content together and I look forward to seeing it, listen to it every time you guys post. And so keep up the great work as well. You guys, you guys are no slouches. You're, you're watching <laughs> it every, 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 <laughs> thank so. you. Well, thank and you. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah, we might be recording on a couch, but we're no slouch. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> All right, hey. Matt. We'll uh, we'll we'll catch up soon. And uh, hey, man, that trailer's coming. We'll 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 have to have some sort of roundtable soon for for, sure. for uh, yeah. when when that Absolutely. thing happens. It's yeah. gonna reactions. Get everyone's we thoughts. can sit down and drink some Seven Ups and Canada <laughs> <laughs> Dries. And yes, yes, yes. Have yes. a great time. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All right, man. Take care. Is have a good treat? night. All right. You too. Cheers, guys. Peace. Bye. Cheers. All right. Ready to talk. Thank you to Matt Provencal. And uh, before we get into our thankfuls for our Thanksgiving episode, we do have to do our new segment that has been taking the world by storm. It's the Ghostbusters 2020 trailer watch. Are we ready? Yeah. Here we go. Mm hmm. Want to hear that music? 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 Hey guys, do we got a trailer yet? Nah. Nope. Nah, All right. dude. There we go. Ghostbusters 2020 trailer watch. Ghostbusters 2020 trailer watch. Ghostbusters 2020 trailer watch. Ghostbusters 2020 
Well, that was fun. I, I had a lot of fun yeah. with that. I, I really like that song. In fact, <laughs> when the uh, when the trailer drops, I'm going to be really sad. We're going to have to retire that segment. Yeah. I might keep doing it each I week. I think you should make a new song to uh, specifically for when the trailer does drop. Finally got that trailer. Trailer. <laughs> Uh, Abby, you wrote a musical. <laughs> you wrote some Twister songs today. Yeah, well, I don't want to release any of them right now because we're working How? on them. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it, there folks. There you have it uh, in the works. <laughs> so what we wanted Twister to do for, for this uh, Thanksgiving special is each of us go through the things that we're thankful for. We've got a lot to be thankful for. Let's face it, folks. There's a lot of good things happening in our lives and in the world of movies, TVs, toys, books. I said TVs. <laughs> Not TV shows, but like TVs. Hey, we've been really busy over the last week or so, so we yeah, really have. bear with us. It's been very busy. Um, are you guys ready? Yeah. Did you guys rank <coughs> yours? Did you go like five through one? Yeah, I have, since no, I have five of I them, I can read them. Well, yeah, they're in order. All right. Well, let's get going then. I'm excited. It's the first annual Yes Have Some Thank Budget. Yeah. <laughs> Can we play Alanis Morissette? Thank you. Before uh, can we, or are we going to get sued? By I don't think we can. If you want, if Jake, Do we have to tell people this for age thirteen and above. Yeah. If they're going to listen to it. Hey, Jake, you probably know the words. Thank you, Andy. All right, here we go. So we're each going to roundtable this. We each have five things that we're thankful for on this wonderful Thanksgiving, and I hope that you've eaten your Thanksgiving Eve. Yeah, I hope that you. Have had your turkey or your tofurkey, your mm-hmm. cranberry sauce, your, your stuffing. stuffing. That was I weird. Knew, I knew. That was weird. Biscuits. Yeah. I love it. I hope you're full and now we're thankful. Yeah. Abigail. Cranberry sauce. That's, is I that your. I love cranberry sauce. Is that your. No, that's not number five. Oh, okay. You want to know what number five is? I do. All right. I'll go first. Number five is the Mandalorian TV show. All right. Yeah. Uh, I jotted down. That baby Yoda is the new savior of the world. And I, um, yeah, dude, this show is, it's brought a lot of people together. And I think that um, baby Yoda is a gift to everyone. And I think that it's an extremely well done show. I like that Star Wars fans who were divided over The Last Jedi and over Solo and over so many other things that have happened um, within the Star Wars community and franchise that that we are all able to agree on something um and memes are fun again because of baby yoda i wouldn't go that far they're better there's some better ones uh we'll see yeah i just i think that it's i can't wait for new merchandise i like that there's something that we're all chasing at this point that's going to be did you guys um, related to a tv show did you guys see the controversy over the baby yoda shirts they put out that they're not good well, everybody's been freaking out because they want Baby Yoda merch. And finally, Disney Store put up like five shirts and they all suck because of course <laughs> they do. Because it's just the picture of Baby Yoda on a shirt. We don't even know his name. So it just says the child. Oh, and people, uh-uh. and people Dude, are like, that's... We, need to, we need to do one with Oscar that says the child. I like that. Bring me, bring me the child. All right. I don't think I have to go into this too All right. deep. Like no, you got, that's good. I think most everybody understands why it's something that's really exciting. I think that it's it's a like a must-watch water cooler type show that everyone wants to get together and see the second it releases. Um, I know that we're going to be watching it Friday morning like early. There we go. So, yeah, it's right. I like it, and I'm grateful for it. It's something that came about in 2019, and it's made Star Wars likable again and gotten me back into it for sure. All right. Jake. Cool. Number five, yeah. um, or, or your I, first I, I thing. Put, 
I didn't put mine in any kind of an order. I just I just wrote them down. So this isn't like ranked. My, mine aren't ranked. Uh, my mine. Uh, the first thing I got here is that uh, I'm think and I tried to. So like, first of all, this is kind of a hard list for me, but just because it's like, what are you thankful for? Like lots of things, lots of people, lots of just. And I tried to keep it. I tried to keep it, you know. I don't know. I just tried to keep well, it. I get it. We're you want to keep the music. It it's, you want it exciting. Um, like you, if you, let's say. Well, I just my, wanted it to be, I wanted to, I, I wanted it to be stuff that the three of us could talk about. Not just like, oh, I'm thankful for this personal thing that happened yeah, to me. My so, aunt Susie sent me a shirt. Like, yeah. Who cares? Oh, yeah. are she you looking at my list? My aunt Kathy sent me a birthday card. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the first thing I put on here is that, and, and this isn't a, this has been happening for a little while now, but I put that I'm, I'm thankful that Stephen King is kind of having a, you know, he's having a good time. He's having mm-hmm. a good resurgence. He's still writing. Just the fact that he's still putting out three books a year, four books, I, three books might be in a, a six months period. Yeah. He's putting, he's, he's doing yeah. so much work. He's putting out he has so many movies happening and it's not as if like I know that there's there there's always been a string of Stephen King movies happening. But I feel like uh, it, it was really popular in the 80s. Maybe it stopped for a while. There would be one here or there. And now it seems like there's just like there's constantly one in the works. And there's been a lot of good ones in the last couple of years. Um, uh, well, yeah. One of the best ones ever came out last month, Craig. Oh, I don't. Um, I didn't know the Green Mile came out last month. <laughs> I didn't know uh, Eyes of the Dragon was coming. Oh, shit. Um, Wait, do you but, not like? Whoa, 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 ho, ho, ho! Whoa! Do you not like Green Mile? I love the Green Mile, but oh. I feel differently about movies like the the Green Mile. Is it's great, but it's also like just such a not safe. More. Well, it's not that it's not horror, but it's just such a like that book was written to be a it was like written with it in mind that it was getting made for TV. Like, I'm pretty sure it was written with some of those actors in like in mind. It was it wasn't like he wrote a novel and then someone decided to adapt it down the road. It was like strictly written to be a TV thing. And Mm -hmm. It's also like just one. It's just such a safe choice. It like the Green Mile is so. Um, it kind of there are a couple Stephen King movies that trans uh, transcend like Stephen King and people love Green Mile that don't even know it's a Stephen King movie because it's not. You know, it's it's very like uplifting and it's not horror and it's it just seems like that movie and like Shawshank Redemption like which is so fucking overrated. Whoa! Uh, wait, the movie. Shawshank Redemption is fucking overrated. Hey, wait, listen to me. Listen to what I'm going to say. Andy, Hot take. Andy, 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 Andy Dufresne. I just want to say that. Oh, good job. Thank you. Um, Very good. If Craig yeah, knows a quote Stephen from King it, then. That's not a quote. That's just somebody's name. Oh, okay. It's just something. That's just Tim Robbins. Uh, okay. No, I agree, man. Stephen I, King's I got, got some good stuff going on. I mean, just in the last couple of years, you've had It. You've had Pet Cemetery. You've had It Chapter 2. Uh, you've had Do- uh, Gerald's game, Gerald's there's game, the tall grass, Dr. There's sleep. Dr. Sleep. There's lots of it. There's, there's more. There's like three TV shows based on Stephen King works that are airing right now. Well, and like Castle more Rock. to come. Yeah, there's Castle Rock. There's uh, the 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 fucking. I, oh, God, what's it called? The one with uh, 
about the detective and the car and they run people over and uh whatever Mr. Mercedes. that shows up. Mr. Mercedes and, and then the it, Lizzie's story is getting made. Like there's just they're they're about to do a new version of the stand. Like there's yeah. tons oh, of Oh, that guy from Breaking Bad was in uh, Under the Dome. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. He was. He was. <laughs> that was like six years ago. Yeah. It yeah. still happened. Yeah. It uh, happened, yeah. All right, cool. It's real. Good stuff. Uh all right. My number five. Wait, these are thankful. Yeah, thankfuls. I almost started reading my my uh, grievances. <laughs> Don't uh, do that. Number five, uh, Watchmen on HBO and Damon Damon Lindelof. Um, we've been talking about Lost a lot lately, and I feel like Damon Lindelof for some reason kind of became like a punchline for for a while. I don't know why. Because we used to make a lot of jokes about him. Not we being did. Good. <laughs> hey, it was fun. Uh, maybe because it was that Star Trek. I don't know, but like. It's kind of hard for me because I never watched uh, The Leftovers, but I've heard nothing but really great things. Uh, But I'm really, really enjoying Watchmen. It's a really awesome take on uh, the the I don't you can't really call it a franchise, but the original uh, the Alan Moore graphic novel uh, or the comic series. Uh, It's you know, it was weird when they were were first talking about it because they were like trying to not call it a sequel. They're like, well, it's like a remix. Bullshit. It's a sequel. It is a story that takes place in the Watchmen universe after the events of Watchmen involving the characters from Watchmen. It's a sequel. Uh, I don't know why they go out of their way to like maybe sequel has like a uh, a negative connotation, but I'm really, really enjoying it. I will not get into it. I think it raises expectations for people. I think it maybe softens the expectation level to say it's not. But uh, it's really well done. It's great. It's well acted. All the actors are fantastic. The characters, the new characters are cool. It's fun to see some old familiar faces. And it's just cool that uh, they were able to to take the that story and actually do something new and interesting that takes place in in modern day. Uh, And and I'm grateful for it because I've been looking forward to it every week. It's uh, extremely entertaining and uh yeah i just like it i i was so i've read watchmen uh you know i can read mm-hmm. pictures. <laughs> First chapter. pictures i've gotten through all the chapters of watchmen it's kind of hard to read though. actually it is. it's 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 not very linear at times but uh uh and i actually liked the uh the movie the Zack snyder movie mm-hmm. i did not uh i'm not like a diehard but i i i, I like Watchmen, and I'm glad the show's on, and I'm grateful for it, and I'm thankful for it, is what I'm saying. Cool. Toy. Abby, number toy. four. Toy. All right, number four. Um, this isn't a toy. It's kind of a broad idea, but uh, therapy. Was, my, was mine a toy? No, I guess not. I thought it was pop culture. This is not pop All right, wait, let me just think, say it. Wait, do you think everything's a toy? No. Do you think Watchmen <laughs> is a toy and Stephen King is a toy? That's a toy, right? This guy's a toy. No. I love that. This is not a toy. I just like sandwiches. I like to return these toys when I'm at the grocery store. Uh, All right. Number four for me, I said therapy in all of its forms. Uh, Retail therapy, self-care, just taking time out to do the things you like, eat the things you enjoy. Actual therapy, I recommend it to people who are listening that might need it. Reach out, do it. Uh, Group therapy. If you're listening to Yes Have Some, there's a good chance you probably need therapy. You probably could benefit from it. Also, Uh, Buying toys, that can be therapeutic. Collecting things, being out in nature, uh, spending time with animals, exercise, connecting with people, talking about movies, and all of that, like, ties into group therapy, which is something I'm very grateful for. 
You like just it. you just yeah. described living. I, you know, life. <laughs> uh, this is when if I keep going, you should play the Oscar music to like get me off stage. Right. You start thanking. And people. also poetry. <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches. Uh, no, that's good. I mean, it's it's all the it's it's, it's all, all the things stuff. That make me happy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Totally. All right. Anything else? Uh, no, that's kind of all I wrote down for that therapy in all of its forms. Jake. Mine's kind of related. Um, eBay. I'm thankful for yeah. eBay. Uh, That's a good one. I, mm-hmm. I it's love, not a toy. <laughs> it's not a toy, but it uh, produces toys. Um, I love just kind of sitting up and and just being on my phone looking at eBay and just like looking through random searches and like coming up with some sort of like just getting on eBay and being like, what's something that I just want to search that maybe I don't look for that often. And then just like finding these really cool things or just like the, the kind of stuff you can find on eBay um, it's just, it's limitless. There's so much cool stuff. It's fun to buy things. It's fun to collect weird, you know, video store counter displays or just whatever, just whatever the heart desires. Yeah. It's on eBay and I'm, and I'm thankful for it. Yeah. What is, what is something like specific that you searched recently, uh, that brought you joy? Well, I can, I can, well, I don't want to do any spoilers, but I guess it's not a spoiler since it's something I gave to Jake, but the thing I gave you over the weekend. Yeah. We'll uh, talk about it. I'm not talking about a hug or a, you know, peck on the cheek, (laughs) uh, because you can't buy those things on eBay. I, uh, that was something where I was just like, well, let me search and see if this is a thing. And I found the thing and now I want you to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, first of all, thank you for the thing. Um, you you got me a like unused Ninja Turtle dis- button display, and it's like a it's like a piece of cardboard that folds up so it sits on a counter, and it's just like full of buttons that you would just take one off and buy. But it has it was never used, so it's not folded. All the buttons are there, which it's 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 such a like beautiful cool piece to have, and especially because like I I feel like my house or especially one room in my house is kind of starting to turn into it almost looks like a store yeah i have a lot of like video dis, uh, displays hanging from the ceiling and and stuff like that Jake, and it, it's gonna it's gonna be perfect in next there. time we come down you're gonna have an employee in that room <laughs> somebody <laughs> just works there yeah i'm paying i'm like am i paying you to sit around <laughs> it's like creamerica <laughs> that's funny that's really good uh no jake i agree i was up till 3 30 last night sitting on my couch couch with my cats with the lights lower there was a candle going had some snacks mm. was eating some chips mm-hmm. and i was just deep into ebay yeah me too yeah i was did like, you buy anything i did and you know when you do like you do a search and you're on like page 12 of 75 yeah. and you're like i got a long way that, to go it's, it's- the closest thing to having like a catalog like literally that you can go through and be like oh there's so, so many more things i will i will tell you one thing one of the things i got is one of my thankful so i don't want to get too detailed into it but i did one thing i got last night was so i'm still putting together my real ghostbusters uh kenner collection and i'm almost done with the slimed heroes set uh which is if you remember the uh the colored uh, jumpsuits similar to the first series mm-hmm. uh, and each one comes with like a squishy ghost that you could fill with water yeah. and you could like yeah. their colors would change anyway. um, I finally got and each uh, Ghostbuster had a mask I finally got Ray's mask uh, oh, which, okay. and I also got 
Lewis's ghost. So now I'm only missing uh, Ray's ghost, and I'll have that line complete. So, oh wow! Uh, if you've got that that blue Ray slimed hero's ghost, uh, slide into my direct messages, mm-hmm. and we will. Uh, You'll give it to me. Yeah. And I'll give you money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was great. I love being on eBay. I'm, I'm a great uh, one. I kind of skipped over it because it was making me laugh. But Jake was talking. Jake's, Jake said eBay produces toys. And it, I just <laughs> I like the thought of eBay birthing toys to us. <laughs> Mother eBay. It's like a, it's like laying eggs. Yeah. And yeah. The toys hatch out. It's like aliens. Oh, dude. That's um, tight. Yeah, that's great. I, I I fully respect that. That's a yeah. I'm, I'm very I'm I am also grateful for eBay. I'm I thankful, agree. man. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Craig, what's yours? Um, number four. Um the release the Snyder Cut people on Twitter. <laughs> You're thankful for them? I please tell me why. So I've kind of like rediscovered how much I love Twitter because like man, you can learn a lot about like society and I really think these people are fucking insane. They're so there was an article Talk about it. Let's so hear it. For, I'm sure everybody knows this, but um, there was a movement started last year by somebody. It was a hashtag called release the Snyder cut. The going theory being that there is an alternate version of justice league that was originally directed by Zack Snyder. He left because of uh, personal issues was replaced by Joss Whedon and they kind of repackaged it. Hopefully uh, hoping for a more Marvel esque Avengers style movie versus the dark and gritty tone of Batman versus Superman. Um, and the going theory is that there's this other version of the movie that's so different with all these different scenes and all these different characters and it's and it's just cool and ruthless and badass. Um, and really, it's been picking up steam for a long time. It's picking up more and more steam lately because Zack Snyder is now tweeting about it and Ben Affleck and Wonder Woman. And yes, mm-hmm. there are unfinished scenes that need a lot of visual effects. And there are actors that were completely cut out of the movie, like Willem Dafoe and a couple of others. Um, but is there an existing cut of this movie that exists that is, there's not a con- the, like this conspiracy theory? Yeah. No, no. There is a lot of unfinished VFX that would cost millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars to finish and put together some other alternate cut of the movie. And an insider per article at deadline yesterday said, it's a pipe dream. It's never going to happen. There is not going to be a Snyder cut. And guess what? Even if they announce tomorrow that there is, I'm not going to eat crow. Cause I could give a fuck on whether or not it exists or not. I just like seeing hardcore DC fans like, going insane about it. It's the funniest thing in the world because they have <laughs> such an insecurity and they, they're like, Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, wait till you see the Snyder cut. Then you'll be like, Oh, Avengers sucks. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, will I No. I like this competition they've created in their head with the MCU. And even it's a like, little defensive, it's so defensive. It's yeah. so insecure. There's this other thing too, like, because Joker's extremely successful, they're like, see, see, and I'm like, hold on. That doesn't well, add nothing to, your to case. do with That's Zack Snyder different. or the like Justice League. 
sucked. That's just boosting their ego so that they can be louder about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, it's just weird. So anyways, uh, if you ever have some free time, I'm going to do, all right, this is what I'm going to do right now for you guys. I'm going to go to Twitter and I'm going to search hashtag release the Snyder Cut and I'm just going to read three or four of these <laughs> tweets mm-hmm. and uh, and see what we got. Okay, here we go. Latest tweets. Release the Snyder Cut. Does anybody else besides me want Zack Snyder and WB pitchers to release a black and white version along with the color version of Release the Snyder Cut? Just this league besides me? Oh my God, they're asking for special features? Uh, no, I, I could for care less. First, first, let them add sound and special effects to it. All right, so that's Jesus. the first one. Here's, here we go. Here's another one. Uh, uh, I wish to start reading an ad about tooth sensitivity. <laughs> hey, I would have listened. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to do one more here. AT&T, WB Pictures, HBO Max, Justice for Zach. The film is a monument for his child, for artistic creative integrity, for Zach. Release the Snyder Cut, damn it. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got to do one more because this just, is fun. Yeah, it's a lot of people tacking on their own personal emotions and stuff. Here we go. It's so cool to see a lot of people has a favorite quote of Lex Luthor in B versus S, and it goes to show how Chris Terrio's screenplay and Jesse's dominant performance delivered it <laughs> so sweetly. Chef's kiss. Hashtag release the Snyder Cut. First off, Jesse's dominant performance. Guess what? That. Justice League was on the other day. Or no, not Justice League, whichever one. Batman vs Superman was on, and it was the scene at the end with uh, Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor, where they're like shaving his head, and he's like screaming. I was literally laughing. I was like, "This is so." She washed my peach tea. He said he could smell my peach tea. So I hate that. So yeah, that's mine. Release the Snyder Cut, people. I like that you're grateful for them and that you didn't save that for your complaint list. No. <laughs> Wait. I just feel like the Joker right now. I'm like, I love them. <laughs> yeah. Like, what would I be without them? Kill you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. And I'm grateful for Abby just willing to steal my thunder. Just stealing the thunder. You know what? I was pretty proud of myself for doing it well. Go for it. Um, number four. What is this? Three for me. Um, this is real. And it's kind of a toy. My Nintendo Switch. Hey. Hey, I would would call that a toy, yeah. It's a toy. Um, And it's new to me, and it's a new 2019 thing for me. Uh, Craig and I picked that up as like a uh, post-Christmas depression uh, antidote. We went to Best Buy, I think the day after Christmas. We bought the Switch, and in my mind, I was like, yeah, maybe I'll play it every once in a while. Um, I remember playing Mario Kart, you know, when I was little, so I had some connection to it. Mario Kart! Mario! Here we go! Uh, I play it like every day now and it's just very much a great way for me to like blow off steam and I can swear at the TV um, and have full control of my own little universe. Jake, you got a, when Jake was here this weekend, uh, we closed the room to the toy, uh, the door to the toy room and we heard Abby just literally screaming at the TV for 10 minutes. Just talking to herself. And there were, there were, there were times where I thought like, I knew that you were playing the game and I, and I knew that you were talking to the TV. Uh Uh-huh. But there were a couple times where it sounded like you were talking to Craig. You're like, it, do like, you want me like, to come in there? 
Yeah, like you, and I was like, I was like, what? I was like, what's happening? And Craig was just like, she's whatever. She's just doing her thing, you know? Yeah, dude, I was doing my thing. Uh, well, I was probably playing Luigi's Mansion, which is on my list of grievances. Right oh now. yeah, I think you were. Yeah, yeah. Mario Kart Eight, I have no problem with. I win most. You were, of the time. but you were having like it was weird because you were having like a full on conversation oh, with the yeah. TV, and like the TV wasn't, you know, it's not Responding. talking. Well, but I was probably but in your a, mind, it was because yeah. you had responses for it. And I was yeah. just like, yeah, I'm able to do happen? the whole thing. I can do it all. I like that. Thank you. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, cool. that's, the, that's one of the things I do. Uh, I enjoy Mario Kart. I really like my Switch. I like the fact that I can take it with me when I'm traveling. Um, we took it to L.A. and I played it on the plane and it got me through the flight where we weren't able to sit with each other. So um, I like that. And uh, yeah, it's gotten me into Mario and it's a whole new world of collecting and stuff. So. Cool. Grateful for it. Cool. Jake's. Um, the next one I got here is a uh, theme parks. Ooh. I, I fucking love theme parks so much. I, I, I have so much fun. Go, I, you know, like as much as we go to universal studios, we, like we do go like two to three times a year and, and I never get tired or less excited about going. Um, just, it, they're just fun. Even, even like we don't get to Disney as much, but it's very fun. And I know we're going to end up going to, uh, you know, fucking star Wars, uh, star Wars, <laughs> star, uh, Wario? star Wario <laughs> this year. And I, I'm just excited for that. And a friend of mine is in Japan right now and he went to universal and he's been posting all of these pictures of the jaws section and how amazing it is and how i think it might be even better than what the one in florida used to be like there's so much more jaw stuff there and it's just i just love theme parks man like i want to go to every one that i can and i just it it's always like such a i feel like every time we go and we're at universal and there's like jurassic park stuff and there's et stuff and there's just all this like i don't know man it just it feels special to me theme parks are just they're just fun. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about like Six Flags? That's not a theme park. That's okay. not what I mean. When I say theme park, I am not talking about like Six Flags and I'm talking Bush about Gardens. Uni- no, no, no. Yeah, I'm talking Carowind. about Universal Studios and Disney World. <laughs> That's what I mean by theme the heavies, park. the top two, the heavies. Exactly. Coca-Cola not that fucking Pepsi bullshit. And Dr. And I'm not talking about wild adventures and Bush yeah, Gardens and SeaWorld and all that crap. I'm agreeing with you, I but I fucking love Six Flags. I grew up. We had I don't think I ever had a season pass, but I absolutely loved going there. Um, so I'm going to stand against both of you. It's awful. You, you both make fun of it. I liked it. It's awful. Well, I, I haven't, haven't been, been back since, as an adult. I haven't been since middle school. Maybe there is some fun, but it's just like they have the Riddler Disney world and universal it's studios. A, they stand apart because they movie. have a, they have a bunch of stuff that we like, you know, they have a bunch of stuff that we're like nostalgic mm-hmm. for. Like yeah. six flags is just roller coasters. Yeah. So I don't give a shit about that. Yeah. Cool. All right. Trying to think of something Six Flags has, and I mm. they got there you oh, go. the Tasmanian Devil. There you go. Taz, oh, you can get one of those really cool, uh, like Jamiroquai Dr. Seuss hats <laughs> at any vendor at Six Flags. So now we're going. So now you gotta go. All right, uh, my number three, yeah, Seinfeld. Okay, <laughs> In, of 2019, yes, literally was watching that right up until the second we pressed record. I, uh, I don't I need it. to go. Super hard on this. I love it. I've always loved it. I will always love it. I watch the same episodes like daily uh, and I don't care. It's just great. It's it's 
And the other thing is like when I watch it, sometimes you have shows that you just kind of keep on in the background. When Seinfeld's on, I'm watching. Yeah. And I'm enjoying. Yeah, yeah you forget what you're I'm doing. I'm quoting along. I'm saying things like, this is all locking in. Uh, what was like, it? There was something over the weekend. Like we talk about Seinfeld a lot, but something happened. Oh, was it manure? Yeah. I don't remember what the, what I, Craig, like this happened twice. Like me and Craig, we were hanging out. Abby, I think while you were at work uh-huh. and we were just walking into a target and I don't remember what started it. But as soon as it like one of us said something and then both of us instantly went into the whole manure thing. Yeah, that's one of the best episodes. And every time that you start quoting Seinfeld, it starts like playing inside of your head. It just puts you in a better mood. It's yeah. literally like the best. And I agree with you, Craig. Um, it's I'm grateful for it, too. Yeah, yeah. no, it's great. I mean, look. You either, you either like it or you're an idiot. You either like it or you think Friends is better. You're an idiot. Hey, I like Friends too. You can like both, I guess. You can go both ways. No, I love Seinfeld. All right, Abby. Yo. Number two. Number two. Uh, I wrote down uh, a fun new name I created that is Eric Jason Reichman. Uh, that's my mashup of Eric Reich and Jason Reitman. Um, I'm thankful for both of them. And I'm thankful for Ghostbusters 2020. And uh, I don't need to go into full detail besides because we talk about um, the new movie that's that's in the works right now. It's being edited and the direction that Jason Reitman's taking it. I think you all know my feelings and Craig and Jake's feelings. But I will say that having been through the roller coaster and... The ride that was 2016. I'm really happy to be in this place. I'm happy um, for all the new things that we've that came out of um, the new movie this year. I there were parts of Fan Fest that I really enjoyed for sure, and seeing um, the new cast interacting and posting photos is really exciting. Um, and knowing that my favorite franchise is in the hands of somebody that I can trust and that I look up to and admire and think is very funny and talented i'm really excited about that and also having eric on the team with him he's a very st- i don't need to go well, off ever, on just goes core awesome. in general. yeah goes core in general yeah, they're, they're, they understand the fan base and like reach out and are very communicative and i appreciate it and i'm thankful for them both there you go yeah awesome. yep i agree cool cool jake yo um yo. so uh uh the fact that I'm, I'm thankful for the fact that Sam Neill and Laura Dern are coming back to Jurassic Park. And I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter what anybody thinks of Jurassic World and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Um, and who knows what this next movie is going to be like. But just the fact that Jurassic Park, one of my favorite things of all time, is like happening again. And it's like, you know, they're, we're having a fresh new thing. Uh, that is exciting to me. And to the fact that those two... Jeff Goldblum's coming back too. Yeah, but he's kind of been around seeing like Grant and Ellie come back is that's very exciting to me. Yeah, it's pretty special, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, it's like, still- I, and I mean, like in part of me is like, yeah, I'm worried that the movie could suck. Mm-hmm. It might, you know, and but but part of me doesn't care because it will still be cool to to see them. Yeah, I agree. I'm grateful for them, too. It's like the yeah, it's like family coming back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think yeah. I family think, that you like. Yeah, right. It makes sense. Like it's special uh, if they're gonna uh, wrap up this trilogy. I thought you were going into a Dan Aykroyd. Uh, I could. Ah, <laughs> uh, well. Where you uh, go? Ah. The uh, well, the uh, studies they're doing in the no. I, I God, I want to master a Jeff Goldblum impression, but I'm not going to even attempt it. Uh, 
No, man, it's it's really great. I'm I'm excited that they're coming back, and it'll be interesting to see how much this movie feels like uh, the third of a trilogy of Jurassic World, or if it really feels like they're kind of like going back to the beginning and it's going to have. Uh, I, I don't know if you can ever really recapture what what Jurassic Park had because probably not, probably not. Like I'm not, I'm not expecting that. You know, yeah. I'm not, I'm, I don't have like hopes that this is going to be a masterpiece or anything super crazy. I just like I, I don't even I I don't even have expectations that they're going to be in the movie very long. I don't I don't know what they're planning on doing, but just it just feels nice. And uh, those two characters I think have always been uh, two of my favorite characters in all of cinema they're just they're both really great and fun and endearing and and i wish i knew them in real life and it's cool that they're gonna bring them back uh sam neil's a great like instagram follow or whatever like he just seems like i think he's like in new zealand he just i know he sells wine and stuff but he's always taking pictures with really cute exotic animals and like i agree i wish i knew him too maybe we will We, we you know what i've been thinking about it we should have him on the show. Yeah. My, yeah. Hey, my my yes have some goals. Sam Neill and Laura Dern on the show. I have a feeling like they're kind of alluding to like this could be like Laura Dern's movie. Shit, like, dude. And she, dude, who's cooler than Ellie Sattler except for in Jurassic Park 3, but we won't talk about that. Uh, <laughs> where she's like, I'm a family woman now. I'm we watch mom. Barney. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude, if we get them back together on the podcast, we have to do it like the parent trap and like recreate Don't their first date yeah not tell them but just like craig will be on the violin and jake you and i will make him dinner and yeah like, like we're trying to get samuel and laura dern like clearly they're friends in real life to like oh hey you guys haven't seen each other in 20 years they're like we look how good she looks laura dern's like i just posted a picture of the two of us on my instagram um i hope that they can tap back into the original character dynamics of uh, Alan Grant being a little bit crankier and Ellie being a little bit more of an optimist and Ian Malcolm going back to like, we've seen Ian Malcolm on screen three times and he's a different character in all three movies. Uh, I like the first one. I want to see kind of the wacky uh, free spirit. Uh, yeah. That is, that is, I uh, want to see him move in on Claire and then have Owen have to like fight him off. <laughs> so I think that might be fun. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jake's the only person. Jake's like, like that's not hey, what I want. To Jake's the, the only person in the world. Is like I hope Chris Pratt dies in the next. <laughs> I want, yeah, Owen. Owen dies first five minutes of the movie. Cool. <laughs> By Jeff Goldblum's hand. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, and he's like, all right, you know, have a duel. Yeah. All yeah. the Raptors just start respecting him. He's like, uh, uh, he, uh, ooh, ooh, he got closer, and uh, I, 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 I killed him. Uh, that's chaos theory. Uh, who could have predicted that? That I would have murdered Owen Grady. <laughs> Wait, is that his name? Is it? Yeah, um, hey, I'm not sure if it's Grady. Hey, it's Owen something. All right, cool. Uh, my number two. Are we ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Vintage Star Wars toys. Yeah, it's Owen okay. Grady. Yeah. I am uh, mm. obviously a fan of Star Wars. I've collected Star Wars uh, toys. Very. Uh, I've been doing Black Series for a couple years. Uh, I've started dabbling in vintage stuff. I mean, it's not like it's brand new to me. I've been, uh, what, what was that? We have to, at some point, Abby just started waving her hand at her well, computer. He said, in his, he said, we 
will be picking the best ones to read on this week's episode. So. After we're done. All right. We're not done. I thought you should just forgo your number one and read the uh, listeners. There you go. Uh, what was I saying? Yes, Vintage Star Wars. I've picked up Steam. And you guys were with me as the Steam was being picked up uh, recently at the uh, Retro it's Toy Con. It's a Dr. Sleep reference. Are you taking Steam? I was taking Steam. <laughs> I was taking a Steam bath. Seinfeld reference. Uh, <laughs> how about... Okay, I have to go back. Funniest line of all time when they're in the sauna, Kramer, uh, George, and, and Jerry, <laughs> they're all sweating it out. And Kramer goes, It's like a sauna in here. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, Jake, you, you, you have seen my Star Wars collection start to kind of come into come into its own and even you observed over the weekend that it was looking pretty good yeah uh, I'm, getting, I'm getting a little annoyed with it to tell you the truth. <laughs> um, it's starting a little too good so we talked about it in the video we posted on youtube but one of the things i picked up this weekend was the original 12 figures with the collector stand now if you're not familiar with vintage star wars the first 12 figures that came out were let's see if i could do it without looking at a list han count me off by the way okay ready Han, Leia, Luke, Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, R2, C3PO. Uh Sand Person. Sand Person. Tuscan Raider. Not back then. Uh Sand Person. Jawa. Stormtrooper. Death Squad Commander. How many is that? That's eleven. Who the fuck am I forgetting? All right. Who cares? Oh, yeah. Chewie? Chewbacca. There you go. Fuck yeah. Who, I remembered it. God damn it. I figured the best one. Okay. There's literally a picture of him right there. So th- those are the original 12 figures, and I got it with the collector stand. And uh, none of them had weapons, though. I take that back. Uh, Obi-Wan, Luke, and Darth Vader all do have their original lightsabers, but the tips are broken on all three. So um, the other figures that come with blasters did not have their original weapons with them. And my original thought, what I what I told you guys at the tour show was I'm going to get reproduction weapons. I'm not going to go down the, uh, they're basically indistinguishable. The only person who knows if it's a repro or a regular is you. And, uh, I was like, I can't go down the rabbit hole of buying original weapons. It'll get too expensive, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I threw all that out the window and that night I started buying the original weapons. Um, so uh, as of today, I've made all of my purchases, uh, and I got—I will say they are not as expensive as I thought. I was thinking some of these blasters were going to be $30, $40 a piece. They're not. I got the Jawa blaster. I got all the other uh, blasters for $10 to $17 a piece, so it was like five total. I've probably dropped another $70. The only one I don't have is Leia's because I figured this out. I could not figure out why this is me learning vintage Star Wars as I go. Why is Leia's blaster so much more? Yes, everybody loves Carrie Fisher. But for the most part, in the first releases, they made Imperial blasters and Rebel blasters. And those were the only two. So the same weapons would come with a lot of the figures. So there's more of an abundance. But Leia had a special, she's got the longer blaster like she uses in the movie, and it was only for the Leia figures, so therefore they are more rare and they're more expensive. What I'm saying is I'm not quite ready to shell out 50 or $60 on Leia's blaster, but I am so grateful and so thankful for Vintage Star Wars because it is a vast world. 
You're never going to be done with your collection. There's hundreds of figures, play sets, collector's cases, vehicles, variants. And I'm going to make a statement right now. I will. And you guys know what this means. What does it mean when Craig makes a statement? That it, it's usually going to come true. No. When I make a statement about what I'm not going to do, I almost always oh. immediately. Dude, do I that. knew. Yeah. When you when you said that you weren't going to worry with the real weapons and that yeah. you were just going to do. I knew immediately you were full of shit. <laughs> Well, there you go. Nice. That's that's how friends know each other. Yeah. That's how. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's like when Jake calls and goes, I think I'm going to be taking a little break on toys for a while. I'm like, OK, uh, <laughs> I will never, ever collect on card vintage Star Wars figures. I understand that. It's too expensive. After We're at the, seeing the prices of that uh, retro toy. Con. If you yeah, were, like it was pretty crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And here's the thing. You can get some of that stuff like when fairly beat up packaging at reasonable prices. But if you're trying to collect like mint on card stuff, like forget about it. You're a goner. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do it. I'm very happy with what I got so far. I've got play sets. I've got my new Millennium Falcon. I've got my Y-Wing. I've got my Wookiee Forest. Wookiee Forest. Jesus Christ. (laughs) My my Ewok Forest. Guys, I'm so... <laughs> they should make a Wookiee for us from episode three. Dude, uh, the holiday special. Uh, I've got a lot. I'm excited about where it's going. I love that we get to go. And we had this moment again at Full Circle Toys where I was buying a Jawa. And I asked the girl if it was a reproduction weapon. And Jake, you heard it. She got upset. Yeah. She she was offended. Dude, it's like asking a server if everything's made in-house. You're like, oh, do you? Are these frozen? Yeah. Well, you can't do that. I mean, she was I like, respect her. Everything and we have is original. We good. don't do reproduction. I respect that. I was like, all right, calm down. She's like, you should know. You guys have spent a lot of money here. You should know better. You knocked over a lot of shit. I knocked over a lot, a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So uh, I'm very I'm grateful for my my emerging uh, collection. And it's kind of put Power Rangers on the back burner a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I'm still into it, but not like I am. Like, well, something about having a giant Watto in our um, <laughs> living room. It just kind of keeps you wanting to collect. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And plus, I mean, with Mandalorian and Rise of Skywalker and, and Daisy Ridley doing really bad rapping on Jimmy Fallon. Stop mm-hmm. it. Jake, what did you think when you watched that? It was the worst. It is it's- almost as bad as The Last Jedi. Ooh, my God. It was, I love her, but yeah, you don't. Yeah. Just a Jet Alpha joke. Cool. All right, Abigail. Yo. Number one, let's do it. Uh, Well, besides my Wado, which I'm going to say is all, like number one on my list, and my Amy from uh, Congo, the Kenner plush, which we will have a video coming soon on YouTube. Yes, of we will. Jake and I reviewing those. Um, I'm grateful. This one's kind of obvious. Uh, I'm grateful for our listeners, um, specifically Jakey. Uh, but no, all of our listeners. <laughs> Uh, all of our listeners who have joined group therapy and supported our toy purchases and adventures and all the people who put up with our uh, neuroses and uh, who we are as people and accepted us. Um, it's a really fun community that we've grown. And I think that was my favorite comment from people in that uh, post that Craig made, people who are grateful for group therapy because it's like uh, someone said that like they like it because we don't make fun of people who like sports. And I like that. Uh yeah, I, it's, a, it's a good community. I am I'm going to read these. Why? 
spoilers. I was just casually referencing it. You can you can read it verbatim. But yeah, Thank I'm grateful you. for everybody Thank for listening. You. It gives us purpose and meaning, and we enjoy doing this. It's good for us and our mental health, and we're glad that it helps you on your commute, etc. So thank you for listening. And also you and uh, Jake and Craig, love you guys. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, oh, I completely agree with that. I agree I, with all of that. I yeah. love our I love group therapy. It's my favorite thing. I love that Facebook group. I love everybody who supports us uh, by listening, by subscribing, by commenting, uh, watching the videos, downloading the podcast, being on Patreon, like whatever it is like I we we very much appreciate uh, your support. And uh, we kind of talked about it when we were talking to Matt Province Saul earlier. Uh, we kind of started to have a voice uh, when answer the call was being made. Uh, but, uh, if you thought 2016 was crazy, 2020 is going to be the most insane insane year of, uh, of all of our lives. And we're happy that uh, everyone's going to be on the ride with us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So is that your number one? Yeah. No, it's not my number one. Okay. I mean, I like our listeners. I'm not gonna be my number one. (laughs) Just kidding. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys. All right, Jake, go for it. Um, you know, this maybe is my number one. Okay, Whoa. I, I didn't have the, I didn't have these in any kind of an order here. Um, but I think I I saved the best one for last. Um, it's it's the Loch Ness monster. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been doing like a lot of Loch Ness monster research lately. Just been really diving deep into the whole like myth and the craziness of what is happening over there, and just the fact that I feel like I feel like everybody takes the Loch Ness monster for granted and everybody it's like, cause it's one of those things that's like, it's, it's been around, you know, forever. Like there's been, there's been like, uh, uh, you know, theories and sightings our whole lives. Like it's just always been a thing. Yeah. So, so it doesn't seem weird, but it's like, listen, there is a place in the world where people really think there is a monster it's just like and and i don't think there is a monster but it's just like the fact that that is a thing that there's a place in the world that's famous because people keep seeing an unexplained thing there mm-hmm. that's so cool to me like it's just like the, the the whole the whole idea behind like even if i don't believe people are seeing what they think they're seeing or whatever it's just fun to me. It's cool that it exists. I I've been list, I've been like watching all these like documentaries and I listened to this podcast about the Loch Ness monster and they were kind of just given the facts and talking about the history of the, the, the lake itself and, uh, talking about all these times people have tried to find the Loch Ness monster and, and what kind of proof or non-proof they have come up with different sightings, different like hoaxes, And it's all like really weird and interesting, like whether you believe it or not, just the whole thing is just an interesting, fun topic. True. And I love it. And I kind of want to take like a year off of my life and just maybe start a podcast with the amount of pizza I've been eating. I've been taking a year off my life. Oh, (laughs) Oh. I, uh, I, uh, I really like pizza. It should be my number one. Is that your number one? No. Well, it might be, uh, Jake, I agree, man. When I was a kid, it's weird because I'm not, I don't have this inclination as much anymore, but like I, I used to go to the school library every day, anything about Loch Ness or Bigfoot or any kind of like urban legend or myth, uh, you know, Freddy Krueger, I'm trying to get my pitch in. Uh, I, uh, 
I loved it. I was obsessed and like, man, there, I guess I don't really ever think about it. There's a whole world of like podcasters and uh, all that kind of stuff that dedicate a lot of time and research to that. And it, it is really cool because I think I don't want to speak for you, but for me, the thought of something existing that that is unexplained that we haven't discovered yet. Uh, that's why the ocean is so fascinating, right? Like the mm-hmm. fact that there are species deep in the bottom of the space. ocean, uh, or in space or whatever that, that we, we might never even know about. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I respect it. I respect your lock. Uncharted territory. It's like the, I, everything behind uh, star Trek and all that to it's discover also, things. Yeah. And it's also just the fact that like wh- whether or not, so like, <clears throat> let's just say that there's not a dinosaur living in the lake, right? The fact is, is that even if there isn't a monster in there, then what the fuck's going on with everybody? People have seen some sort of, and I mean, some, obviously some people are are liars, right? Some people just want to say it, but it started some way. And there are people who claim to see something or something unexplainable. So there's like something at least and I'm not saying it's something like supernatural or mo- there's something within this giant lake that is causing people to be like, well, what is what are we not seeing here? So it's just I don't know. It's cool. I yeah, it think is cool. cool. It's in, you know, Dan- like the hateful coyote. Right. And I think a lot of people like uh, in, in my in my research that I've been doing here, like reading and, and watching stuff about the Loch Ness Monster. There are there is a big group of people who have kind of come to a common conclusion that is realistic that a lot of people are are just starting to accept as what they all think is happening. Yeah. It's baby Yoda. And yeah. it makes complete sense, but it's not like but it's still like a cool Is it a clone? A lot of people think it's a clone. Jake, yeah. would you say that Nessie is your bestie? Sorry, I had to say that. <sighs> is that I, why you were laughing? Why I, was, I was literally Abby leaning was, back on the couch wow. laughing at Abby myself. Had, Abby had her face in the, a pillow laughing. I was like, what's happening over there? Good one. Good, um, that's a good one. I saw it on a t-shirt. I thought it was good. You know, Dan, Dan Aykroyd talks about with, with the alien stuff, like, yeah, he's a believer, but but he he also talks about how, like, it's entertainment at, at its core and it's more yeah. fun to, to th- I mean, if you, you, there's like, it, like think, you know, for year when you, when you hear about Loch Ness, what you, what people, what most people, if, if someone asked you, what is the Loch Ness monster? You say it's a plesiosaur, right? That's what everybody thinks. Um, well, like, it, you know, that's pretty impossible because the Loch Ness was created uh, during the last uh, ice age, which, you know, the last ice age happened 60 million years after the dinosaurs had all Extinct. already died out. So it's yeah. like, there's no possible way that there's a dinosaur in there. It's just not possible. It's myths and legends. Like that's kind of, I love that about that stuff. Like that's yeah. how the Greek and Roman gods and all that shit came to be. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Dude, I like Let's this. go. We're getting deep. Let's discover Nessie. I, I, I was watching some videos and I found out that there is a guy who like, it, it was in 1995. This guy literally was just like, you know what? I'm moving out there and I'm just going to look for the Loch Ness monster for the rest of my life. And he, he moved out to the Loch Ness. He lives in a fucking camper that's on the lot it's like he he walks out his door has a little porch and the fucking lake is right he lives right on the fucking lake he's been living there since 1995 he hasn't hey 
He hasn't seen anything. <laughs> I want to see uh, Snyder like, Cut fans cool with that? the same dedication that like moved to Zack Snyder's lawn <laughs> and just wait for the Snyder Cut to come out. Wait, I want to see Robert Shaw in a sequel to Jaws where he's trying to find the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yeah. That's what I want to see. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you have any kids? Yes, he has a kid. Just a, he's got a kid who does a great uh, Robert Shaw impression. Well, he has a kid. No, what it is is um, he his kid actually finds the Loch Ness, but yeah. doesn't want uh, anybody to harm him. You know, and he yes. wants to hunt it, kill it. And then the kid like because- talks him. In, you know, like throughout the movie, Quint learns like friendship and and he and, and, Quint, and how much. On. And he, is he protecting her by the end of it? No, this yeah, is what it is. Yeah, by the Hold end, on. he's a good guy, yeah. He's, Quint, like, standing between her and a gun. Quint has to put up, uh, Robert Shaw, as Quint, returns. Yes. <laughs> to hunt down the Loch Ness Monster, but... Then he shoots... Stop! Just let me say my thing! Before she's Brody in the face and smell, you son of a bitch. Sorry. Is that what you're gonna do? No. Okay, you do your thing now. How mad are you? I'm getting mad. Okay. Put it on your grievance list. He has to team up with a new crew. And the crew is made up of other mythical creatures. <laughs> so it's a unicorn and a Bigfoot and, and a Chupacabra. Obama snowman. And the, yeah. and the Snyder Cut. Okay. And, <laughs> and he's like, uh, and, and they're on the Loch Ness <laughs> and they're hunting down the Loch Ness monster. Hey, we wish, uh, I'm going to Photoshop a uh, image of, you know, that like really famous image of the Loch Ness monster that's mm-hmm. like black and white. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to Photoshop like the Snyder Cut over that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. That's great. I like that. Well, that was good. Hey, I'll do my number one. And um, it was uh, one of Abby's. So uh, we didn't plan that. But my number one is Jason Reitman. Um, And I think that's pretty obvious. I am. And I won't spend a lot of time on this, but I'm unbelievably excited for uh, what's happening with the Ghostbusters franchise moving into next year and being this excited without like I don't have any hesitation it wasn't like in 2016 where it's like well I think it could be good let's just hope for the best cross our fingers we should get a trailer soon and then you know we actually went back and listened to some of our old trailer reviews of of answer the call and uh you know it it was just a different time and this is going to be this has so far been a much different experience so um very, very excited about the upcoming year for Ghostbusters, but I'm not going to talk about all that right now because what I'm going to do instead is use my number one space to do what Abby's been like needling me to I'm do. I'm being mom right now. I'm like, hey, remember <laughs> all the kids did their little activities? You got to put them on the fridge. Uh, we went into group therapy today and said, let us know what you're thankful for. We will be picking the best ones to read on this week's episode. So I'm just going to go through some of these real quick and then we'll wrap up. Okay. Uh, Brandon Whitmore said baby Yoda memes. Yeah, I agree. I put that on mine. Hey, on these, let's, let's give yays or nays. If we think that's something these people should be grateful for. <laughs> okay. I like it. Uh, <laughs> Philip Clark. I'm thankful, they all for, get nays for, I'm thankful <laughs> for the people in the group. I see a dragon con. I only see them once a year, but they're my family for life. Nay. Just kidding. Nay. Yay. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Blunt said Jason Reitman. Uh, yeah, uh, we agree. Uh, Owen Triolo says legit thankful for this group. I've found such a welcoming community, made some awesome friends. Great Mm -hmm. to have a place to stress and share the obscure geeky things. I love, I love the things we talk about and I've discovered some amazing toy lines and movies because of the group. Thankful for everyone. YHS for listen. Hey, 
I was talking to Owen earlier today. So was I. And Star Wars he's never seen Congo. And he said he didn't even know that it existed until he heard us talk about it. And oh. I'm so excited for Owen. To that's, watch pretty Congo. Cool. that's pretty wow. cool. Wow. That's cool, man. Uh, this Enjoy is the it. one Abby was referencing. Philip Oliver, people that understand it's OK to like sports and fandoms. The snarky. What's that sports attitude is dumb and annoying. I agree. He ain't talking about me. <laughs> Jake's like, what's. What's a sport? What's a sport? Fuck, no. sport. You mean like Congo? Open minded. Yeah. Congo's a sport. Congo collecting toys. Yes. Uh, Larry uh, Cry. Sorry if I mispronounced that. Uh, I'm thankful for the things that keep me sane in insane times. The franchises follow the people I friends, uh, I'm friends with, the family I have. Uh, Ryan Dole says, I'm thankful for Abigail and Hal who bought toys and cool shit with me in Orlando so I wasn't alone. I'm thankful for <laughs> Ryan because he just sent a picture of, uh, I assume this is E.T. in a Star Wars cameo. <laughs> <laughs> which I didn't understand or know when I was filming my YouTube video. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, yeah, when we went to that toy store, Jake and I did not buy anything. It was very upsetting. And I never got my tea kettle. This is upsetting for me too, Ryan. Uh, Rob Sos, be thankful for disposable income to keep me hashtag Craig strong. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. Like, yes. And also thank you to Rob for bringing us a couple treats uh, in South Carolina. Yeah, I got yeah, some, uh, a pin set, a set of Stranger Things Nike pins that I, came with the shoes. Yeah, I'm going to put, Thank I got a bootleg up. Star Wars toy. I'm going to post a picture of very soon. Oh, it's, it's amazing. Uh, Jeff yeah, Wisnot, yeah. I'm thankful for friends and family my extended gb south carolina family calico chris that's just a cool name yeah i'm thankful to be tattooing again after almost nine years away from the business my mental and physical states besides my back jake knows what i mean do you jake yeah i do it sucks haven't been good in years sometimes you just gotta do or do not oh and baby yoda yeah. Uh, hey, congrats, Calico Chris. Get back on tattooing. That's yeah, good. Dude. Uh, Jason Smith, a few days off with our son. Speaking of, Craig, what were your thoughts on the Walmart Vintage Collection TIE Fighter and the Jabba's Palace playset? Uh, well, I feel like I've talked about that stuff pretty in depth, but uh, I like both of them. Yeah. I had to buy the TIE Fighter twice because the wings broke the first time. Craig likes it. Uh, and you know I like that Jabba playset. I mean, it was a whole month of my life hunting that yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, hashtag shopping season. Ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, JD Raymer, thankful for YHS podcast during my crazy long commute to work. Uh, JD, we thank you for uh, listening, for listening, and, and going uh, to work to make that barge money. Ooh, yeah. Dan Harshman is thankful that he hasn't keeled over and died. Uh, <laughs> that's neat. That's neat. We're thankful for that as well. Dan. Yeah. And Stays Matt Provencal, who was on the show tonight, mm-hmm. I'm thankful for. Oh yeah, we talked about this. All the Ghostbusters podcasts that get along now. Uh, we gotta have Ron Daniels on and ask him uh, his side of the story of yeah. the Ghost Heads cleaning up the town feud. I want to yeah. have a, like a friendly, healthy competition with all the Ghostbusters podcasts. There was a rumor that Brendan Merton named his movie Ghost Heads Ghost Heads as a way to Antagonize? stick it to the Ghost Heads podcast who he was feuding with. Oh, okay. It's like if we made a movie and named it uh, Ryan Johnson. Oh. No? Okay. Crossroad? Crossroad? Are we feuding with the Crossroad? No. <laughs> Never. I want to play a basketball <laughs> game against them. I've always thought that would be fun. Like a charity basketball game with special t-shirts with sell tickets. I just really want to see you guys. No, we shoot a ball. And if you miss it, it's an out. Yeah. Like horse? No, it's not like horse. Wait, we played it in basketball. <laughs> Can we please do that? Wait a minute. Are you talking about the first ever yes have some interdimensional cross rip? Basketball. <laughs> Charity basketball Oh my God, tournament? let's do it. Fuck yes. Psych- we, make- we do some, oh God, some Ghostbuster thing yeah. psych out. Oh my God. Least- I hear your mom's going out with Pete Mosin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> 
nothing I could say oh. to talk about. I know the things that are popping up. I can't. Holy can't. Shit. That was fucking awesome. A lot of stuff. That's it's awesome. gonna be great. Oh, okay. Well, we might have broke the internet with that one. Yeah, <laughs> um, this was a lot of fun. Hey, listen. Thank you to our special guest, Matt Provencal. Yeah. Uh, thank you for yeah, dude, in, informing us about your experience seeing cleaning up the town, as well as the time that your mom. <laughs> Thought your heavy metal poster was uh, Anthrax. That was fun. Maybe the whole thing was she thought it was the band Anthrax because it was a heavy metal yeah. poster. Yeah, she was like, my son's into Anthrax. Also, how much dust was in that poster? Yeah, she thought- I was thinking, and what color was it? <laughs> hey, that poster must have been ruined. Yeah. Um, I love it. I absolutely bummer. love it. Listen, everybody, in all seriousness, uh, we hope you have a very safe and healthy and happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, we love Spend you Spend some time eating some food, buying some toys on mm-hmm. eBay. Hey, some deals, some Black Friday deals. I've been, who cannot find this Bebop and Rocksteady to save my life? No. I'm going to have to, uh, am I going to have to go on eBay no. to buy a Target Dude, product? I can go get it. I'll go get it for Is you. Is it in there? Well, you should uh, go down there tomorrow. It's, my Target has it, yeah. Is Target open tomorrow? At they open at 5 o'clock. Oh God! Oh, I'm not going like for Black Friday. I I'll get know. it next week. I hope so. Well, we're gonna come down on like, Monday. Buy it before oh. Monday. Okay. Yeah, you guys are gonna be oh, here. Oh, right. sweet! So, did you just make a transaction on the podcast? I think so. Cool. All right. All right. Um, anything else before we sign off? Nope. No, All right. Not. Hey, last thing. Don't forget, if you're not a member of the YHS Patreon group, you're going to want to sign up. It's $5 down, $5 a month. Do it. Patreon.com slash yes. Have some. You get all the bonus content you can handle, including the new episode that's dropping today. You just heard our thankfuls. We're about to record it right now. Our Got a lot of problems with you people. Grievances. The top five things we're pissed off about. I can't. I'm very excited about this. Yep. Mm-hmm. George is we'll getting angry. <laughs> I'm going to just do uh, Seinfeld quotes. Cool. Uh, what? The Jimmy? Wait, what's the Jimmy? The Jimmy. The guy who talks in third person. Oh, the Jimmy. And Elaine Jimmy thinks it's like- another guy. But it's Jimmy. Fuck, I forgot how much I like that show. All right, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Peace, y'all. Bye, guys. Go eat some, uh, I don't know, cornbread dressing. <laughs>